Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Fanable Thank You message for December. We present our Fanable Patreons versus the Convenience Cape Course in a Blood Tournament. Let's see how it's go. Wait, oh my god, there is so much blood. Oh god, we have Call Me Ishmael, David Fergman, M. Neville, Rasmus, Rasmus, oh, so much blood, I can't pronounce words properly. Rasmus, Fonseca, and Adam Bueller doing the alliteration association assassination. Oh, we've got Christopher Durback, Terry G. Moore, Varn, Eric, and Darcy Rose performing the outrageous, outmoded obliteration. That's not even up to date. Why would you do that to a person? Jeffrey, Tim, Daniel, and Nick, Kevin Lemke, Jimmy Serral, and Rochelle Jackson performing the explosive extreme examination. Oh, oh, you foul, Rick, Tom Huber, Kendall, Richard Crooks. Luke Trim, why would you perform the majestic morbid mutilation? I thought you were good people. Leona Coffing, Trenton, Daniel Whitmer, Sarinke, Warren Cummings. Oh my god, you're doing the stupendous suspense of subjugation, you monsters! David Roberts, Lucic, Megan Peterson! You're just stabbing the guy. Really? I was in mode here. Oh, 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 no, 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 that's, that's, that's a lot of stabbing. Okay, okay, I'll accept that. Thank you, Fendable fans, for giving us your good, sweet cash. We can continue this operation. And I'll forgive you for the bloodstains that are on now in my shirt. And I'm now horrified. Thank you very much for being a fan. In some of the buildings, you do see movement. And you actually, as you're going down a, side, a street, you notice what looks, uh, looks like an animate just walking along. No one can control animus, except for the doctors, um, with science and electro, but this is beyond that. This is... Magic? And this is, of course, uh, good associate, Marcus O'Connor. Carol. Oh, you name your pets. Very nice. And you hear... From looks like 10, 20, 30 wings. Where? See, coming out of what looks like a gap in the window, heading towards your face. In the presence of the Golden King. Nothing escapes his eye. If you wish to be in his good grace, never tell a lie. Is this what you have to suffer through every single time, Angela? Did they miss? No, these classes are expensive. We all can't just complain to corporate. I missed you guys. Oh, God. This is why Hollywood doesn't call us. You have great stories. Yeah, they listen to us like, the first five minutes and it's all like, tick, 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 tick. Hollywood calls me. Yeah. The guy from the mannequin movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hollywood! Oh, oh, no, geez. he doesn't. He passed away. I know, oh. it's sad. I know, I didn't mean to. Hollywood. Sad snaps. What? That's what he does. Lower Hollywood. I know. I just love the sad snaps. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Say, so lower him into the ground. <laughs> to our a twelve snap salute. Oh, it's like it's from Terminator Two. Just. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, uh, I love you 
I love the mannequin. Ah, okay. <laughs> Everyone loves the mannequin. It's Kim Cattrall. Yeah, she's cute. There's a scene anyway. where he wakes up in a tent in the middle of the of the store floor, yep. naked, right? Yeah. Yep. yep. As you do. Was it just you like <laughs> living a memory? <laughs> damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. All right. I forgot where I was. Sorry. Anyway, so, 10 seconds of Welcome, silence. everyone. Oh, so, welcome. We're playing part-time gods. Yes, yeah. uh, you are the god of shut the fuck up, and we'll move on from there. He's the god of dicks. Uh, <laughs> comedy. Shut. Oh, so you've seen my dad, too. Yeah. <laughs> You're a tramp champion? Yeah. <laughs> One, yep, so we like to call that advertising. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What <clears throat> advertising. God, this is Untitled Metropolis. It's supposed to be a nice, dour tone. Mm-hmm. Everyone be sad. Hello, Dickens! <laughs> got Dickens. He got his Dickens. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our 15th session, I think, of Unhollow Metropolis. Are you shitting me, really? It is the 15th session of Unhollow Metropolis, yeah. Oh my god, we're gonna, like, jump the shark soon. <laughs> it, dick, sh- I don't know, so many dicks, it's been, we've jumped that shit. <laughs> dick, dark dick, yeah. That sounded like Tourette's was trying to go back in your mouth. <laughs> I just stopped caring. Crawling down. <laughs> Anyway, welcome to our 15th session of Hollow Metropolis. A lot of stuff happened, as previously, um, previously done before. Instead of just ranting for five minutes, I'm actually going to give you a short synopsis with music, if I remember, about what's happened previously. Whoop, did it! And, uh, dick, 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 Nope. Oh, sorry. Wrong chapter. All right. <clears throat> Left on the edge of France, our new Victorian heroes began their trek to the Palace of Versailles. After surviving an encounter with a white queen, they chanced upon a small town of people who had a rather permanent attachment to some supernatural friends. Not wanting to join the collective, they decided to travel with a group of children and a troubadour to the next town. Sadly, the troubadour had sung one too many songs of madness, and instead of leading people to salvation, led them to the jaws of a lookout coal. A monstrous snail-like being made of the dead. It looked kind of awesome. After a surprisingly bloodless encounter... <laughs> They continued to the next town, where Byron was caught up in a rather pleasant dance, only to be chosen by an anko, or a leprechaun, as it's called in Ireland. Apparently, the Touches of Fae has a reach beyond the Isles of Marcus's birth. After accepting the invitation, the heroes walked into the Fae woods and found their best weapons stripped from their very minds. They encountered personal traumas that amused the Fae to no end and faced Oberon himself. And in a moment that shocked Oberon and the GM... <laughs> Byron is able to trick the Fae King, allowing passage for the Neo-Victorian heroes. Now, I'm going to miss those goats. <laughs> <laughs> now the group is outside of what remains of the town of Versailles, beginning the long walk towards the palace and its beautiful, mysterious gardens. You guys are walking down a large vast hill with the Jebedon in front leading you, and you're seeing... Who? Hmm? Jebedon, the beast? The dog. The dog, the dog thing? Oh, the dog thing's with us! Yeah, yeah. yes, leading you. Yep. You're going down a hill, and In you're my seeing... mind, played by Bluto from Labyrinth. <laughs> yes. Actually, it'd be kind of awesome. Anyway. Bluto? Bluto? The giant... Bluto! Yeah, Sasquatch thing yeah. from... Bluto. And you're, you're on a large hill, and as you're going down, you can see the, the town, large town in front of you, or what used to be a town. It looks like just dilapidated buildings and houses and stuff like that. And further off, you see guards, and further off in the distance, you see what you assume is the Palace of Versailles. Mm-hmm. But it's more of a speck right now. But it... You can kind of see maybe like it looks like a place with like interconnected apartment buildings, but almost like a squarish U shape. What do you guys? Who are you guys? And what are you guys thinking as you're going down that hill? Hey everybody, this is Dave. 
reprising my role as Marcus O'Carroll, the Irish Dompier and assistant to Daniel's character, Dr. Israel. Uh, right now, Marcus is <clears throat> Marcus is wondering how all of this is going to come to a head. Uh, he is aware he's he's aware that he's wildly out of his depth here, but most things eventually boil down to either talking or fighting. One of which he's more comfortable with. Um, he is the character. Me as the player, not at all. Uh, and she knows the outcome. Exactly. exactly. One one. <laughs> exactly. It's a one. It's a two hit fight. Them hitting me, and then me hitting, hitting the books the for another role playing game because <laughs> I flipped the table and I'm done playing this. I hate this game. Um, yeah. So so Marcus is just on his on his guard and uh, really misses misses England at this point. Uh, hey, I'm Billy, and I'm playing Byron Clayton. Um, Byron is uh, looking rather. Not smug, actually, surprising. He has a very serious look on his face as he's just walking straight ahead, uh, staring at uh, the speck that keeps on getting closer, hopefully. Um, not his usual boasting self when he uh, one up somebody, most likely because he realizes he probably one-upped it. Uh, he, he made a fool of a, the wrong person and knows that will probably bite him in the ass. Not if it will. It's just a matter of when. And he's trying to go through the mental uh, gymnastics of how not to do that sort of thing in front of the Gold King and embarrass the Gold King in front of his people. Um, as But he does, of course, when he sees the dilapidated town, he's like, oh, Whitechapel. Hmm. Hi, everyone. This is Angela. And um, Moira has found time when the camera cut away to kind of um, reassemble her herself. She was rather disheveled after her encounter in the woods with the Fae. But she has, uh, you know, she's straightened her collar. Her hair is now pinned back up properly. And uh, she's, uh, but still, there's obviously something still very much weighing on her. She is getting hit in the head by Billy. Chop off his arm. Um <laughs> She's obviously um, more weighed down by, by dark feelings than usual. Um, she's constantly on the lookout for more danger um, with kind of like the, the quick and, and rapid movements of someone who's extremely paranoid. Uh, so she, she is on a hair trigger right now as we are walking down the hill. And Angela is thinking that it's like the Wizard of Oz when they're entering the, the Emerald City. That's uh, what I'm vi- visualizing. I don't know. I feel like that's a horse of a different color. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, this is Dan, and as always, I'm reprising my role as Professor Charles Israel, Professor. aka the King of the Fairies! <laughs> or at least I will be one day, and I'll get them back for what they did to me. How dare they, how dare they touch a mind as brilliant as mine. Huh? They'll pay. They'll all pay. <laughs> all right. And those are basically his thoughts as he <laughs> tromps along grumbling to himself, right. occasionally <laughs> mumbling a mathematical theorem, like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, what about them apples? Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I read a book. He calls <laughs> MC King of the Fucking Fairies. <laughs> I'd read that book. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, you go to the bottom of the hill and you enter the town proper. You look around and it was like, uh, as you saw from above, just look dilapidated buildings, everything looks like they're full of cobwebs and dirt, but you, in some of the buildings you do see movement. And you actually, as you're going down a, side, a street, you notice what looks uh, looks like an animate just walking along, but not going in direction. And you realize there's something wrong, weird with about its movement. It's not as zombie-like as it was previously. It's almost like like it's moving with a purpose. 
And then as you get closer, you realize it's holding something in his hand, a smaller animate, what used to be once a child. If you, if these weren't animates, they look like a mother and a child going to market. But just walking across the street, the Jebedon moves along like nothing's going on. But they are animates? They are animates. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. And as you go, the similar well, scenes. Well, is, I mean, we assume it's an animate. Like, don't you get like, some sort of, you yeah. know it's yeah. an animate. Oh, so yeah. David can confirm. Like, yes. Yeah. And I don't know that. I kind of look towards David, kind of mm-hmm. like, using my expressive eye of saying, like, is that what I think it is? Well, um, you, you get your answer before you even see him because Marcus immediately reaches for his gun and, like, turns mm-hmm. at the animate. And you've seen that kind of dogged, uh, attention before. Uh, when when animates are in Whitechapel, or when so even yeah. uh, you know in the unfortunate doctor, you've definitely seen this yeah. when one of your ex- uh, experiments reanimates spontaneously. Yes, they do. Like yeah, so mm-hmm. so yeah, you know that too, he knows too many of them. Do. Marcus, <laughs> do you get a sense of how many are around us? Mm-hmm. I can tell generally, not as much, well as vampires. Oh, uh, generally, mm-hmm. definitely in your small area, more than a hundred. Okay, oh. lots. Thank you for giving it vague. I don't think my my pants could survive the actual answer. <laughs> yeah. I you, wouldn't want to confuse the doctor with all those yeah. numbers. Such is glare. As you get closer into the town, you see even more and more animals. Each of them looking like they're just going about their daily business. One of them looks like there's uh one of them looks like is in front of a stall like trying to sell products, but in a sluggish motion like uh, holding nothing. The, but you're assuming like an apple or something like that. Others that look like they're sweeping the floors. Another one that seems to be fixing nothing. What the hell is this? Some sort of mockery of power? I mean, this certainly scares the living hell out of me. It is a gift. I look towards the Trovador? Gibbadon. Yeah. The, the dog thing. Yeah, it <laughs> gives them, a, the Golden King gives the, gifts them with a semblance of life. No one can control animants, except for the good doctors, um, with science and electro, but this is beyond that. This is... Magic? Yeah, sure, absolutely. I just saw the fairies, so let's just say magic out there, like it's just left and right. <laughs> I get all pets are off now, buddy. Yeah. It's anybody's game. <laughs> the Jebedon just tuckles a bit, chuckles a bit. No, he tuckles. Okay. <laughs> I don't think this thing can actually... Okay. Like, I'm a, it's like, like chuckling, but terrifying. So yeah. it's a tuckle. It's a tuckle. It's a terrifying yeah. And chuckle. then it says, like, it's giving you a lesson. Uh, giving you a lesson. Magic is the divinity of man conquered by science in union with faith. That's not your words, is it? You're just reciting it. I'm reciting the truth as given by the Golden King. I have a feeling that the Golden King has quite the hand up everyone's ass at this point. <laughs> Real first. And, it's, and it still keeps on walking. Swarm. <laughs> 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 Suddenly I find myself in Ireland. What am I doing? Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. There's a bow on top of your head. No, no. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. And he continues on. You see even more and more animates. And eventually, after some time, you reach the garden proper that surrounds the palace. And it's like you go through, you feel almost like a, a border but as you, that you push through. And you see a dark green grass and dark green leaves on the massive but almost looking like scraggly looking trees. Is it blight? It's not blight. Okay. Just so everybody remembers, uh, a lot of the land around uh, England and a lot of the land in general... Uh, is blighted, which is everything's sickly, mm-hmm. uh, only drugs kind of grow in the area, mm-hmm. poisons. Yeah. 
Um, just so you guys, we haven't talked about the bite for a okay, while. So, so it's not blighted, it's just really a, a weird It'll, look. Give me a natural sciences look, nope. doctor. Nope. According <laughs> to my etiquette. <laughs> <laughs> I failed that. Uh, shit. Yeah, I got a four plus... Yeah, I got like a seven. Because you see what they see, darkish green yep, yep, leaves. I'm too distracted yep. by my hate and anger. Well, as you should be, as you should. And you go through a small path in the garden, but you feel some of the uh, trees around you, you assume they used to be spaced out, but they're like, it feels like forests on either side as you're walking down the path, and it looks like you're being looked, you're being watched as you go down the path towards the palace. By the trees? You hope it's the trees. Do they have faces? No, I you have I, no idea. I do not want. I do not <laughs> hope it's the trees. Okay, I'd rather it be fucking ghosts. You can't tell what's looking at you. It's tree ants, man. Fucking Unless dying. anyone wants to give me a perception test. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. When in any role playing game has anyone just like obviously not? Uh, is that what? Uh, is it? It's sight. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. No, but what? It's what wit? What's per- wits? Uh, wits. Wits. Okay. Sorry. Uh, Thirteen. Mm-hmm. Thirteen as well. Okay, doctor. Oh, I didn't roll. Doctor? Doctor. <laughs> Stop hating the fate! <laughs> yeah, my rolls are horrible mm-hmm. today. Uh, that's like a seven again. Seven is my number. Twenty-one. <laughs> you nice. S- you see... Everything. <laughs> you see... You think your mind is making this up. Mm-hmm. Shadows that move. Living shadows. Mm-hmm. So they don't try... They don't trigger my dead sense. They do not trigger your dead sense, though. Okay. But they're moving. Do ghosts Move. trigger your dead sense? Mm-mm. Okay. <clears throat> just uh, on lifers. Okay. Yes. That's yeah. what I thought. But it, from what you can tell, they look like just living shadows. Now, when you say living shadows, do you mean they are... Dark, incorporeal shapes that move. Are they moving as if they're still connected to the ground? Are they floating? Floating. Okay. <clears throat> and they're moving from tree to tree or in a particular space? Uh, looks like from tree to tree. Okay. And they're definitely watching you. But okay. they're staring clear of the path, staying within the forest. Boyron, didn't one of the children before say that they had heard of a living shadow but had never met one before Moira? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm, uh, the, that child uh, thing, uh, not the goat. Uh, uh, she was, uh, what's her name? Ophelia? Daphne. Daphne, there it is. I say towards the shadow. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> Daphne, Daphne. Uh, yeah, she was talking about a living shadow. Uh, she thought more. Why? She wasn't talking about no mourner. She meant a real living shadow. What are you saying? I say as I look around. Uh, the best way to describe it is living shadows. All around us. I've heard people talk about shades, shadows, and ghosts mingling. I mean, that's the only thing I've ever heard of. Sure, sure, sure. And stories, but, uh, well, we're just down the rabbit hole at this point, so why not? The closest thing you can think of is those Italian monsters you faced in Switzerland. I can't my head to the side as I kind of just, uh, and suddenly a sly grin grows on my face. Interesting. What were those shadows, or were those invisible, I thought? Hmm? Invisible? the uh, the Italian monsters, uh, they they were like, they sort of like incorporeal black sh- eight shadows with the shape of angels. Okay, yeah, interesting. Doctor, any idea? Not at all. I've never. I keep my experiments strictly within the realm of the physical for the most part. If these things have no body. Well, I mean, unless you want to go get me a blood sample or a urine sample, if not, <laughs> I'll pass. <laughs> all right, Moira. Moira shakes her head. Great. 
Unless I can use my thanatology to, yeah. I've got nothing. Let's go. Let's continue. Okay. And as you're debating, the Jebelon is still walking along the path. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And as you continue walking, instead of going to the palace, it seems that the Jebelon seems to be moving to the right towards another path. So where are we going? You need to be presentable before you're allowed to enter. I looked out at my mud covering himself. <laughs> Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Right. Lord knows I could use a bath. It's been about a couple hours. <laughs> All right. And you continue moving, and then you see what looks like uh, a rather big townhouse. The baths and other accommodations are here. Fantastic. Is there any uh, customs that we need to be aware of? Any colors to avoid? Uh, not wearing purple? Things like that. Give me an intelligence test, all of you. Ooh, is is it etiquette? Can I use etiquette? Not for this. Shit. Twenty. Uh, nice. This is a town. Towns what? have rules. Seventeen. Oh. <laughs> what are the rules of the game? <laughs> In the presence of the Golden King, nothing escapes his eye. If you wish to be in his good grace, never tell a lie. Now, these things tend to be really... Pack it up, my girl. <laughs> you also remember, as soon as you enter the gardens, you felt a presence all around you. I love presence. Mm. Oh, wait. <laughs> we should around and get up! <laughs> this is awesome! <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Those things tend to, tend to get a little li- literal. Mm. So I'm thinking if nothing escapes his eye... If Moira just throws an Asculpus into the air, <laughs> does it immediately go like, no, 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 need. <laughs> Very well. I'll see what I can do. All right. And well, Jabodon just turns away. Them the rules, people. No lying, all of you. I know you have quite the fibbing tongue. Okay. And I, uh, walk into, uh, I walk into the townhouse. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna just say this right away because <clears throat> I got so much stuff in my head right now. If you tell a lie, make sure to tell me because there's <laughs> stuff I might forget. Alright? Yeah, okay. That's fine. And Ab, of course we'll no, do yeah, that. No, thanks. That yeah. is the most screwed up request. <laughs> I know. I, know. Well, that, I feel like this is extremely meta because now it's a test of our actual characters. <laughs> of like, of like the, 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 the strength of character of like me the player. Yeah. And honestly, don't you want to know what happens? Anyone? No? Okay, fine. Hello, my name is Horatio. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite color? Green. No, red. No, no. Where's this bridge come from? Anyway. <laughs> Alright. Yep. I'm, uh, yeah, I guess I, so what's the townhouse look like when we walk in? You go in and it looks, uh, looks like, uh, the front section looks like a place with smaller tables and a couple of doors to the left and right. And in the middle, there seems to be at least 15 to 20 servants, men and women. Stop snapping your <laughs> necks. All of them dressed, all of them. Human? Human. All of them human. All of them dressed in dark cloaks and all of them staring at you. Okay, are any of you leprechauns, step forward. No one steps forward. Any of you have a worm in your neck, step forward. No one steps forward. Vampires? Nope. Night robins? Nope. Uh, Trebadons? Troubadours? French? What? <laughs> I just love the idea. It's like, any leprechauns here? Jig now! <laughs> okay. Very well. Um, thank you for having us. Uh, you're my servants, or you'll be serving me for the time uh, being. Yeah, one of the men just steps forward and just nods. Excellent. Do you talk? Shakes his head. 
Do you have a tongue? Opens his mouth, there's a tongue. Are you mute? He raises up his neck and there seems to be a scar across his throat. Ah, is that a common practice? Nods his head. I like it. (laughs) Doctor, is this the removal of the vocal cords, do you believe? I suppose it would make it easier not to lie if you can't actually speak to tell him. Well, I need to be... Does this happen if you lie to him? Mm -hmm. Shakes his head. Do you know what happens when people lie in front of the king? Shakes his head. Everyone no. shakes their head. <laughs> Everyone shakes their head. Everyone just give me, gives you the look up like, yeah, no one's tried that. <laughs> Very well. The, oh, that's horrifying. Fifteen silent laughters mm-hmm. just burst out. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, one of them uh, takes out a Probably piece. like really breathy because he'd still hear the air being oh, forced. Yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. Get out of here, dog. Okay. <laughs> uh, one of them takes out what looks like a piece of paper and starts writing. Gives you, uh, basically writes a note, gives you basically a note saying, I give it to Moira. Yeah, all oh, right, French. Uh, saying, gift from the Golden King, all mortals lie. Prevents us from making mistake. <laughs> I love the idea. You give Moira the, the sheet of paper, not because it's in French, but because that's the process. No one gives something directly to Byron Clinton, <laughs> so you hand it to her, and she just sighs and says, Byron, this came for you. <laughs> <laughs> then he snatches yeah. it up. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll let read it. Moira. <laughs> uh, I, I translate it. Uh, that's so. All humans lie. Well, can't say he's wrong about that. Uh, where's the clothing? Where's the baths? One, uh, a few of them point in different directions, and also pointing each individual one of you. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, everybody get dressed. Don't complain. The French don't have very good outfits, but it's. It's proper. So just powder your faces and wear a lot of white so you can remove it and wave it in the air. <laughs> just <laughs> And as you, actually, as you're going through separate doors, a, a man and woman servant follow you inside, if you allow them. Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah, this is, this is what you do. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I don't let the, ma- the, the male steward follow okay. me. He just shakes his head understanding and just turn, goes to the side Nazis of the door. Wait, yeah, nods his head, sorry. Like, what? No, nods his head and just goes to the side of the door and the woman follows you inside. Somebody writes him a note that says, you've been friend-zoned. <laughs> <laughs> he immediately has to go to training for sexual harassment. Yeah. <laughs> this is your third time at the seminar. <laughs> you can't even speak. How are you doing this? Anyway. Back calling again, Gerard. Make <laughs> 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 it's a whistle. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. The king's like, I fucking knew I forgot something. <laughs> Move the lips. Ugh, <laughs> that's terrifying. That's pretty close to like, yeah, like that. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Mr. Smiley. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the king just puts duct tape on people's mouths. Like, mm-hmm. god. It's more, yeah, more efficient. Yeah, um, we don't have a million dollars here. Yeah. But <laughs> as soon as all of you enter your rooms, the two servers start taking off all your clothes. The doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Shortly followed by silent screams. As they see the doctor's misshapen form, <laughs> he is not a pretty man. <laughs> yeah. They're used to worse. Byron like raises his shoulders. Yep. Like he just goes into the motions. Like okay, this is yep. not so bad. I mean, they don't they don't talk. Yep. So yeah, they take off your yeah. No, Marcus <clears throat> shamed. No, yeah, uh, oh yeah, yeah, there, there is that. Well, no, it's Victorian though, so. It's around totally you, they seem, they see, if you knew what happened to everybody else, they seem to linger a little bit longer around you. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, Victorian sensibilities about the body are totally yep. different though. Um, so as, as they're undressing him, he's like taking off the guns and the weapons himself. They don't touch the weapons. Um, 
Um, but also he's like, he's kind of like going on and talking to them. He's just like, I want to apologize about my friend and saying something about the French fashion. Actually, the fashion is very forward from your country and everybody emulates it all across Europe. In London, it's very, very fashionable. It's a feather in your hair, I believe. Is uh, the feather in your cap. Yeah, it started in France, didn't it? Yeah, and I was wondering if you could give me an idea of what we're going to be wearing tonight because I want to be able to be really kind of forward about the whole thing. Now, I'm more of an autumn. <laughs> and, and as you're talking, they, slow, they lead you to uh, open another door, and it looks like a bath. And they tell you to go inside the bathtub. And you know, they go through the process of cleaning. You Same thing for everybody else here. They scrub me. Like, oh. yep. Not so bad. A lot of scrubbing going on. Yeah. It turns towards me, and they just like, throw a powder in my face. Like, poof! <laughs> turns into a spider cross away. Yeah. <laughs> powder spider. <laughs> they grab a bunch of spiders and throw it in my face. Oh, why would you do that? <laughs> spider fight. Kill me. Just fucking snap my neck. Okay, let's talk about I would love that if in France really random innocuous things are spider based. Spider bath. After the bath, they lead you back into the room, dry you off, and start dressing you. Spider so, listeners, you couldn't see that everyone at the table pantomime throwing something <laughs> with spiders. And just throw spiders at your naked body. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. kind of awesome. Anyway. So and for the I? men. But you've never felt Ooh. cleaner, though. <laughs> you're all dressed in white hose with beautiful black heel shoes, uh, britches that end on the knees, a doublet or doublet with attached sleeves, a mandolin, which is like a clopet over one shoulder, mm-hmm. and a cavalier hat. Oh, you're all, you all essentially look like three musketeers. Nice. Yeah. But you're all colored differently. Billy, red, white, and blue, British flag. Marcus, red with streaks of white. Doctor, green with streaks of black. Fair enough. For Mora, you have gray stockings, black shoes, and you have two skirts. An, an underskirt, which is gray, and an overskirt. The overskirt only covers most of it, and basically the top front part is, shows your underskirt. Panniers are basically white hoops that show a bit of your side hips. But you realize there's actually a, set, a part of the, those side hips that can fit your uh, sculptuses. Yep. Uh, loose-fitting corset covered by a black bodice and black sleeves. And the servants also do a great job on your hair. And I'm going to let you decide what your hair looks like. Fabulous. It has to be fashionable for a party. <laughs> Pompadour. If you want, if you <laughs> want the yes. French word. If you want time to look think about it, I'll let you do that. Yeah, I need to, okay. I need to look up Victor- yep. right. French Victorian... Uh, Hair. Okay. You just don't just drop this on her. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm, Jesus, I'm, I'm surprised she's not chewing you out right now. Yeah. Like, you don't just sit down in my house and tell me to look my favorite um, Victorian house. I did actually. I was pulling up the photos from when I saw that um, exhibit in, back in December of the, the morning fashion yeah. because they had a French evening gown. That's gonna be like, and it could be this. But there we go. This works too. So this is like she has like one of those giant hoop dresses. Or something yes. Like that? Yep. But it's not. It's, it's it's not giant. But it's still. You, you it's should not, see something. It's yeah. not a, a hoop. The the French style was more um, of an oval. Yes. So it was instead it of having like a a, a bell shaped hoop, it was just like just the sides. Yeah. Right, so, so yeah, very she's cosplaying a table. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm gonna say that she's taking longer to dress because you know women. All right. <laughs> and you, you two up here <laughs> right, right, dress like three musketeers in different colors. Hey guys, uh, these are the unlockable uh, uh, costumes. Yeah, uh, costumes. Uh, this is a downloadable costume. Uh, <laughs> Nine ninety five for each costume. Welcome to Fanable DLC. 
DLC. <laughs> DLC. You can always, yeah. God, God, that'd be awful if, like, they could replay, like, episodes and we were just all just randomly dressed like musketeers throughout the entire story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can get, like, you know, the blood smeared tongue uh, outfit oh. of, like, Marcus the entire time. Oh. Yeah, so we walk out, um, and I look towards the servant, I'm like, weapons are not allowed on, in court, is that correct? He, sh- uh, he shakes his, he writes a note, he's like, weapons are allowed. Oh, fantastic. I, uh, I uh, take my, uh, cane, sword cane, um, throw the, like, uh, my, uh, bottom right. Oh, that's nice. I have no idea how to describe this. I, I, I will describe okay. it. Okay, so, and there'll be that one of those when we're done. <laughs> so, yeah, I have, like, the rifle behind my shoulder on the strap. I have, like, the elephant gun, like, on, like, hanging, ready mm-hmm. to go, and then I have my, uh, sword cane. Okay. So, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of making a show of Give force. me a perception test. Twelve. Okay. Weapons are allowed, but you're getting a look from the servers like, yeah, weapons mm-hmm. are allowed, but elephant gun? Really? Yeah, that's probably right. <laughs> I'm actually gonna leave, uh, my elephant gun and my rifle mm-hmm. here, cause okay. I'll just keep my sword cane. Okay. Yeah. Presentation. Don't don't be spooked, Byron. It's all fine in games. Well, no, you remember that that adage. Every time that you get dressed in the morning, you look in the mirror and you need to take, take off, off one, one accessory. accessory. Absolutely. <laughs> so you take off the elephant gun. Yeah. Well, naturally. <laughs> so I look towards uh, I look towards uh, both of you and just make sure that you guys aren't showing too much heat. <sighs> uh, he's a super handsome vampire. <laughs> he's got plenty in here. But, uh, <laughs> Marcus, uh, he's, he's got the bastard sword over his back. And he's just <laughs> looking at you like he does not understand why you're looking at him. <laughs> the bastard sword should stay. Take your pistols with you. Uh, keep it holstered. <clears throat> doctor. Sure. Yeah, the doctor's got his, his revolver on one hand. Uh, a, a, a bandolier full of little bottles of, of things. Some of them empty and clearly marked as urine sample holders. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the other hip, uh, his, uh, his timidifier, which is literally one of those giant steampunk guns with all sorts of things. It's the one he shoots people and they fall down. Doctor? He likes that. <laughs> you have to lose one of your guns. Takes off the revolver. Leaves the giant. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. Keep that. Keep that one. So right. You're a man of science. Do not hide that. Mm-hmm. You turn back, and Marcus has just reattached his saber to his. It actually fits really well with the rest of the well, outfit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sabers are fine. They're, they're decorative, but yeah. yeah, the pistols, sabers, your giant tech gun. Because I'm like, fuck it, we're science, baby. <laughs> yeah. All yeah, right. I'm just bandolier of random, slightly bubbling potions mm-hmm. and shit. Right. Oh, Moira, you look quite nice. I say to her cloak that's hanging <laughs> on like the the fucking hook. Right. Moira, you look lovely. And, and the door opens, and Moira actually comes out dressed in... The whole dress was gray? Mm-hmm. No, just to underscore that everything okay. else is black. Black, okay. So, um, still very familiar um, colors, but very different silhouette, um, as suddenly Moira's hips are exaggerated from before. Um, and her hair is um, usually is hidden entirely underneath one of her fabulous hats, um, and now instead has been um, parted to one side and curled in ringlets with the rest of it piled up on uh, in the back, kind of like a, a Marie Antoinette style. Um, and then she has a very small hat with a fascinator um, kind of attached to the front, also in black. And, and Moira's got, like, strikingly red hair, yes, right? Yes, yes. Because, yeah, I think, it, like, for the first two years of this game, Marcus had no idea that Moira had hair at all. <laughs> 
Byron, Michael Porter's yeah. bald? Is that a rule? I thought that was. Maybe not so. Okay. I had nothing to pull during a fight. Oh, that's true. Makes sense. Yeah. Byron is just simply staring. Just like uh, his slack jaw. Moira just stares at you. Yeah. Yeah, I lose out on that one, but. <laughs> and then uh, I just kind of. Yeah, uh, you know, like it's like jaw dropping and then you make eye contact with Moira. It's like, oh, wait, I know that person. Stop. <laughs> I take a breath and then I offer my arm like, you look quite lovely today, Moira. Moira, it, she's scowling now. Moira, you used to love these sort of things, I say as I turn around. Gentlemen, we all are looking our best. My I the urine tubes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But just shake my head and just nod. Like, what, I didn't ask any of them for one. You know what, I'll take that as an improvement. <laughs> I'm going to make a Golden King joke about urine <laughs> in a second. <laughs> 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 so I look around at the yeah, I look sure. around at the at the service and they just nod and leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as, as soon as we meet the king is be like <laughs> the doctor's hand starts moving to the urine and we're just like stop like, no. Like, but, but, it is am I going to get a chance like this? <laughs> so, literally only one that I can get from. <laughs> uh Marcus is giving a wicked uh uh grin to uh uh to 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 Moira, uh, like a, uh, like a, I would say, um, uh, a mischievous, a mischievous grin, um, smiling. Moira's giving, um, responding with a very, like, arched eyebrow, like, are you going to say something? Dare you say something? You look very lovely, Moira. Now we're even for what I had to wear last time we well dressed up. Let's go, let's go. Oh, heels, really? Look at me, I'm prancing like I'm from the uh, Enter That St. Martin's. Uh, <laughs> what is it? St. St. John's Public, Public House. House. Yep. <laughs> All right. So then, uh, yeah, we're walking uh, towards yep. there. Right. The ser- I tell the servants, like, we're ready to go. Okay. The servants point towards the door. I walk to the door. Okay. You open the door and there's a Jebedon standing right in front. You look almost presentable. Fantastic. <laughs> it costs up a spider. Sorry, hungry. Lunch. Anyway, and he just walks down the path. You continue down the garden path towards the palace. And you notice what looks like three or four Jebedons just pro- uh, going around the perimeter, sniffing things. And these are just giant dogs, right? Giant dogs, yeah. Direwolf looking things. Jesus. Mm-hmm. So, I, do you get any sense that they're undead, Marcus? No. Just experiments. Delightful. Delightful. And then you go into the door and looks, well, the best way to describe it is just beautiful, beautiful, like chandeliers, side tables every couple of feet, just put random stuff on it. And you, as you go through numerous uh, areas and hallways, you eventually come to like these huge wide double doors. And as soon as the Jebedon, the Jebedon kind of barks and the doors slowly swing open. Marcus, I need you to give me a 14 willpower roll. Yay! Mm-hmm. Oh, we all know why. <laughs> <laughs> I just fucking tear off my clothes and start like choking somebody. Why does Marcus have to choke someone naked? I don't. Know. It's kind of like Groundskeeper Willie. <laughs> oh, me up. Oh, me up. <laughs> uh, yeah. You just make it? Uh, no, I made it uh, okay. a lot. Okay, good, good. good. Thank God. Uh, right before they open the doors, Marcus just bows his head. There's a vampire. In his- 
There's a vampire inside. Yep. And as soon as the door is open, you do see a vampire, as long as with other weird creatures. The vampires you see, looks like two of them, and it looks like surrounded by human servants of some sort. But, Marcus, you also see, kind of sitting down next to one of the vampires, mm-hmm. is a dampier. Hmm. But there's also other creatures there. You see uh, people, things that look like ghouls, but off in a corner talking to themselves. You see a, a Mount uh, Matago, also a person with a Matago attached. Basically, seems oh, the be, worm people? Worm people, yeah, okay. but seems to be standing in a corner by themselves. Nobody s- puts Matago in the corner. Yep. <laughs> and you also see uh, with service a very, someone, something as almost as short as a, as a ghoul. But uh, human, more human in shape, but seems to have like two horns sprouting out of its head. But you also know, uh, most striking thing though, you notice on another corner, two individuals, a man and a woman, but they seem to be dressed in these. Uh, give me, uh, anyone have history? Yep. Okay, everyone, give me history rolls. Yep. Yeah. Seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have history. Okay. Seven. I'm gonna... Seven. I'm gonna say this. Well, I'm gonna just give you the basics here, then. You just see, give it to him. He's the only one who has history. All right, fine. I'll give How it to you. How do you even have history? Because aristocrats have it. That's a skill. <laughs> yeah, you start. We're with, surrounded you, by right. zombies and shit. Right, I'll give you this. You see, some uh, people look like they uh, look like uh, long robes or long shirts, and there seems to be patterns on them, and we're, uh, a strange hat of some sort, and the features are definitely Asian. Oh my! Well, I can't say that this is comfortable. Since I'm giving it to this to you anyway, the mode of dress makes you think Chinese. Something not seen since Singapore. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. I don't know if that's a lie or not. Hmm. (laughs) I'm more terrified than anything. Well, let's go. We're getting presented. Right. Can't lie. Marcus actually says that to himself under his breath. <laughs> right. And it's a pleasure open. to meet you. Off of their heads. Okay. You see what looks uh what looks like a human servant, one with that without the black cloak seems to be dressed differently. Oh no no, sorry. Uh Troubadour seems but Troubadour standing there, a uh, male gentleman also brightly colored like the previous Troubadour you met. And be- and immediately just announces each and every one of you and your various accomplishments. Marcus, I- the Irishman. <laughs> The doctor! <laughs> king of the fairies. Yes. Doctor, king of the yep. fairies and father of... Uh, okay. Krampus. Krampus. Yeah, father of Krampus. Grandfather. <laughs> okay. And actually, one of the things I hear when you Byron, when uh, it started announced Byron is the one who tricked Oberon. Oh. <laughs> I just hold up. I just give like a bashful shrug like, oh my. The smaller guy with the horns and the one of the vampires goes, just starts clapping. I offer them a shit-eating grin and bow mm-hmm. my head. Okay. And Moira just kind of shakes her head imperceptibly, like, that's not what we needed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and as you feel proud of yourself, uh, off in the distance you see what looks like a throne room. And out of, uh, and it's a really huge, tall throne-looking thing. But out of the corner of the throne rooms, just start walking out, looks like a fake. Oh, snap. I am fu- I'm one for, I'm one for zero for these people, so. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming up on Byron. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, offer a, a nod towards the Fae. The Fae nods back. That's it? Is that the king? No. Oh. <laughs> I was going shit. Okay, no, Joe the king. Fuck! Yeah. It's hard to tell the Fae apart, but you're pretty sure you haven't met this one yet. He's riding a goat. Oh, <laughs> god damn it. Yep. So what do we do? I look towards the troubadour. Whatever you wish. 
but not lie. Who would lie in the presence of the Golden King? Oh, where's the Golden King? I don't see no presence yet. He comes when he comes, my Ta- lord. Fantastic. So we'll just mingle with, um, be- mon- monsters. Beings. Beings. How intolerant of me. That's <laughs> like a baby baby. <laughs> How intolerant. <laughs> Marcus, uh, Doctor, who do you want to talk to first? <laughs> You're a monster. <laughs> now, is everyone who provided me with a sample first? Oh, uh, no, the ghouls. Let's <laughs> walk towards the ghouls. All right. And you st- uh, walk towards the ghouls, and the ghouls seem to be talking to each other in French. Uh, basically, uh, basically, like, yeah, I'm just telling you, like, if we find a way to make them die faster, it's like, no, no, it's gotta be a natural death, otherwise it doesn't taste as good. Bonjour. Two of them, so all of them just turn towards you slowly, look you over. Uh, bonjour. And then speak quick French, so what are you doing here? How are things? And blurbing on and on. Oh, they're not, they're, they're no, not talking to you. Like, uh, speed talking. Uh, more, uh, in French. Um, in French. <laughs> One minute. More, what are they saying? Are they trying? Are oh, they trying to undress me? They're, t- they're here to eat me. They wish to know what you are doing here, how things are going, and they are making small talk, Byron. Small talk. I'm, tell them I'm here to speak with the Golden King about relations and with a personal request. <clears throat> Moira takes a, a deep breath. She finds this rather untasteful mm-hmm. and is not very good at hiding that. Um, we are here to meet with the Golden King for a Personal request and on Francais. Okay. A personal request. Interesting. Where you hail from? Britain. 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 I heard we have some cousins over there. We've always been dying to meet. And I'm sure you're like translating this back yeah. and forth. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Give me a perception test. Uh, eighteen. Uh, uh seventeen. These are the cleanest looking ghouls we've ever seen in your entire life. Their clothing is immaculate. It looks like, uh, what looks like a piece of dust falls on one, uh, ghoul's corner. He looks at it, just flicks it off, and just has a disgusting look on his face. Oh, yes, quite. I'm actually, uh, quite, uh, friendly with them, uh, several of them. Oh, really? I've, I've tried to teach them some culture. I mean, uh, you Teach ghouls culture. We're one of the most civilized races in this world. Well, of course, <laughs> well, of, course of course you are, but uh, you know how Britain is, they have to kind of dirty themselves up in order to fit in with it, am I right? <laughs> I, say, and then I, I say that in broken uh, like uh, French, and they kind of stare at me, and then Moira kind of sighs and repeats it, and then mm-hmm. they start laughing. Like, All right. Well, since you are from Britain, we have been thinking of stretching our legs a bit. We always wanted to visit Britain, meet our cousins, and how they deal with the issues of being with the dirty British. They are doing, they, tell them they're doing well and uh, any ghoul is welcome at the Clayton Manor. Moira's <laughs> <laughs> is like, très bon. <laughs> <laughs> any French ghoul, make sure that any French ghoul is welcome to the Clayton Manor as a guest. Moira's giving you a look like, do you mean this? Absolutely. They look clean. They'd be like a white tiger. <laughs> Moira, yes. Any French ghoul would be welcome as a guest of Byron Clayton. Truly. Of course. We would love you to be an ambassador for our people. We'll send someone along, actually. Marcus At some point. is loving this. Like, well, no, you can't French. understand. They're all in French. Uh, no, but you have to translate yes, for it. Right. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah. 
<laughs> and so he's watching you like you're a television. And like the more you keep translating, the more Marcus just looks at the. He's just looking around. It's like, is anyone else seeing this shit? <laughs> and you know, I shake his hand. I mean, I was able to shake that one ghoul's hand with yep. like a fucking like right. crawdad crawling between yeah, us. Yeah, he's a lord. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm <laughs> shaking. Uh, yeah, I'm shaking. Clean his hand. hands. Great. Yeah, it's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure as well. In yes. what providence do they uh, do you live in? Hmm? And he speaks about uh, says two or three towns. Oh, fantastic. Bow my head. Yeah. And we move along to, uh, Doctor, do you ever, do you want to talk to the worm people? Doctor's just kind of like been watching. Nope, 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 nope. Pretty good. They're fascinating. What about the vampires? Are we interested in seeing Give me, uh, them? Doctor. Nope. Okay, <laughs> actually, everyone else. I'm going to say this is an easy perception test because as soon as they announce the Doctor, uh, everyone notices. Okay, perception? Nope, 30. 30? I'm, I'm, God, no, 20. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is that you? What? That would be ridiculous. I'm we need to talk about previous roles, I think. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. 16. I was just like, oh, yeah, sorry. 20. <laughs> as soon as they announced the doctor, the Chinese delegation looks, looked very interested at the doctor. Actually, let's speak with the, um, the, 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 what do we call, the, uh, the robes. The robed, they most likely do not speak uh, French. So let's cross our fingers on that. Doctor, come along. They seemed rather interested by the fact that you were a doctor and a man of science. Mm-hmm. Let's All move right. forward. Uh, really? Who would come to France to be an emissary and you don't speak French? Huh. Well, let's find out. <laughs> I glare at him. <laughs> I speak a little French. No, you just spoke to a little French. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Okay. I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're moving to the, uh, the, uh, Asian. Okay. Uh, the Chinese. Okay. You step forward. And one of the Chinese, the Chinese man comes, comes up to you and is like, says something in Chinese. And then something seems to crawl from his corner. Looks like, a, a, some weird insect-like creature with like two tubes on either side. One of the tube goes into the ear. Mm-hmm. And one of the tube seems to go towards where his mouth is. Well, and what... as soon as he says something in Chinese, the tube near his mouth immediately just repeats what he said, but in English. That is awesome. Well, that is both fascinating and disgusting. Hello. Hello. Um, my name is Professor Charles Israel from uh, from Britain. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> my name would be too complicated for you to say properly. Call me whatever you wish. All right, whatever you wish. <laughs> All right, whatever you wish. Uh-huh. Yep. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you as well. Excuse me. So, Doctor, I hear you're a man of science. Why, yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. We are intrigued and understand more of British sciences. We find the ones in France seems to be lacking. Well, there is, uh, you know, how some will say that uh, anything that appears to be Magic. He makes a little uh, wiggly. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's nothing but advanced science that we haven't quite figured exactly, out. Exactly. Exactly. Magic. <laughs> and the, the man and woman just chuckle at each other. Exactly. And there was much cackling. Yep. So we wanted to discuss, just to have some conversation about how your sciences are going. Would you like to just have a brief discussion about certain matters? Oh my god, yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Intelligent people, finally. I need you to give me a science roll. Oh, oh, Marcus is shaking his head like side to side very quickly, like, no, no, please don't. 
fuck. Seriously, this dice is bad time already. Fourteen, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah. They rolled an eighteen. Yeah. Um, they start. They start talking. They start talking. Yep. And you realize this is a test as they slowly go- start going towards from basics towards more complicated sciences. Yeah. And at first they're kind of impressed, and then they reach. A, they re- start talking about theorems you only the- uh, you only heard about briefly uh, that most science thinks is ridiculous. Even you look at it like this can't happen. Mm-hmm. But they seem to be going above your range in science wise. At least it seems definitely biological sciences are their strength. Mm-hmm. And the way they're talking about it makes it seem like whatever they're talking about is very commonplace. Yeah. But to you, it's like, this is fucking magic. But at the same time, I think at some point the doctor is over, uh, he, he's trying too hard to uh, weave into the conversation, <laughs> how can I get their pee in a cup? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, no, so the doctor at first, like, you know, he's like, he's yeah. trying to keep, I mean, he is a man of science. And as a man of science... He's more about learning. So it's, he quickly, like, as soon as he realizes, like, these guys know more than I do, simply, instead of sort of, like, trying to outdo them or trying he st- instead starts asking questions mm-hmm. and just, like, Very tell nice. me more, tell me more. Like, uh-huh. he, 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 instead of showing himself to try and be superior, he basically shows himself of, like, okay, I haven't read that research paper yet. <laughs> Give me. Okay. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. And they go through what seems to them to be basic information that you're really just, really just soaking up. Yeah, yeah, and basically he's stuck doing that for yeah, hours. He's, he's, I'm he's, assuming <laughs> he's he's gone, mm-hmm. guys. I'm, I'm, I'll be back. I'm gonna go uh, get something to eat. I'll be, I'll be back. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, uh, Byron. Uh, he kind of eyes the vampires and then looks towards Marcus and say, "Are you gonna be fine if uh, you approach them with me, or would you like to keep your distance?" No, I can I can talk to them. I just need to make sure that I keep the um, I keep the the doctor in my field of vision. He, he seems to be in good company right now. Science, 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 science. Speaking about magic, so that's good. Yeah, like the science is science with the science. You can't have the science over the science. Then science, <laughs> science squared. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so this we're, is like the yeah. perfect antidote to you after the last session. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, yeah, we're heading off towards the vampires. Okay. Uh, two male vampires are stand, standing there. It's like, Lord Byron, welcome. Oh, um, you have me at a disadvantage. And what's your name, sir? Sycamore. Sycamore and hmm? Sycamore. No, uh, <laughs> I am already him. <laughs> Maurice. Maurice and Sycamore. Yes. Pleasure to meet you both. Pleasure uh, to meet you as well. I'm a little bit uh, rusty on the uh, titles here. Do I call you lords? Or are you bishops? Or are you? What is your title? Hmm? Call me whatever you wish. It's just names, really. Oh. oh, but let me clarify. There's two vampires, and sitting right next to them is a vampire. Right. Okay. Okay. And your and your friend. Ah. Uh-huh. Pet, and he just rubbed his head. The dead peer doesn't seem to have any reaction. I see. I'm Byron Clayton, mm-hmm. uh, Lord mm-hmm. of uh, Britain. Yes. And this is, of course, uh, good associate, Marcus O'Connor. Carol. Oh, you name your pets? Very nice. Marcus rolls his eyes. <laughs> You're off. Uh, uh, it's, uh, so, tell me, uh, and you have your own village here, is that correct? Uh, uh several, actually. Yes. Several, is that true? Yes. Oh, uh, but, No one can tell a lie here, correct? Uh, correct, I heard Prussia, uh, Prussia does it, uh, has their own, uh, I know they have quite, uh, the Dampier, uh, mm-hmm. collection, I know that... You can't, you have to make sure your pets are under control. You should spay and neuter them, I say. Ah, I see, I see, uh... <laughs> I've heard that uh, there's been travel of some uh, vampires throughout the countryside recently. Uh, a mm. foreigner who's actually uh, come to your land. A 
foreigner, foreigner. Who do you speak? Oh, what was his name? We met him on the Zeppelin. Victor. Victor, absolutely. Mm, Victor, Victor. I recall a Victor. Oh, is he in, did he make it into France? Briefly. Oh, is he gone now? He is gone now. Uh, Didn't announce himself? Uh, Was he a little too British? Eh. Oh, they're not telling. They're just kind of fucking, (laughs) just give me that pleasant smile of like, (laughs) I'm not letting you fish, motherfucker. (laughs) And uh, Byron nods his head. Uh, Has there been any other uh, guests of honors as late? uh, Anybody from Britain? Anyone from Britain? I believe not. Oh, no. What about uh, Prussia? Um, I I heard uh, of a gentleman who was coming around, uh, you know, was doing some travel. Not that I know of. Hmm. Kind on my head. Fantastic. And where is your providence? Hmm? He goes to a couple of towns. Oh, that's that's quite a collection you have. Is uh, mm-hmm. Could you tell me a little bit about your culture? We are vampires. We rule the area. How much more do you need? We're French. And thus we're superior to British people. I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you, your people smell. Oh, well. Just horrible. Of course we do. We and live next to... We, and that's the truth. I mean, that's what makes this a role playing game. <laughs> 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 Goodbye, French listeners. Yeah. Of course, of course we do. I mean, we live so close to the ocean, mm. and of course, Whitechapel. I mean, sometimes it's going to drift towards us, but yeah. you have to admit, we have quite the navy. Yes. Technology wise, Britain, but of course. Not we, everything is technology. Of course. I mean, you are able to walk without walls, I'm sure, of your yeah, own village. Really. That is fantastic. Something that we would be absolutely interested in finding out more about. I'm sure you would. I'm sure we would. Well, it was a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to Thank meet you, you very as well. much. Um, uh, Sycamore <laughs> and Maurice. Yes. I'm pointing towards them each time I say their name. Okay. And, uh, well, I better get going. Uh, have a good day. Have a good day. And I just walk away. I'm grabbing Marcus by the elbow and I'm just saying like, hey, Marcus, uh, how is their hearing? It's vampires, it's, it's, it's more eyesight with them. Sorry about that. Uh, the pet thing. How about for Dampier? Oh, I shouldn't be drawing that, but... Mm-hmm. No, it's just eyesight. The, oh, okay. that's, that's why Dampiers have exceptional eyesight because vampires have exceptional okay. eyesight. Um, <clears throat> no, don't apologize. It's, it's, I don't like when people call you pets or, or me. It's yeah. vampires. It was sad. It was the most obvious baiting. Honestly, think of the woman who gave you birth. Now think about that. It's Bush League. That's right. I know exactly what those two blokes are going to be about the second we walked up. Uh, Moira, we've talked to... I'm going to the warm person, I guess. Okay. Hello! We, uh, I just want to say I'm Lord Byron. I want to thank you for a wonderful visit to your, a village of yours. You were in one of our towns. Absolutely. Uh, one of the troubadours brought us out of that town to uh, the next one uh, mm. near the fair. Yes. Good. It was a uh, delightful. I mean, uh, they they explained your rituals. They fed us. They they made sure that we followed the rules. <laughs> Naturally. Uh, but uh, I, I I am curious. Uh, we don't have uh, that. I say as I point to my neck. Months ago. Yeah, we don't have. Is it a symbiotic relationship? Is it in? Is it we the- feed it. It protects us. Ah, and it keeps uh, the, the 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 afflicted, the uh, undead from. It protects us. Interesting. And how long have you been partnering up since I was a child? Oh no, just in general, your 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 as a people forever. He doesn't look like he knows much history. Well, it was a delight to yeah. meet you. Right, and I'm looking around. I see the doctor still talking. Mm-hmm. 
I look at the vampires. We've talked about them. Yeah. Talked to the worm people. We've talked to the. Who's the first people we talked to? The, the ghouls. ghouls. Who else do we have left? Tiny, the smallish-looking guy with horns. Yeah, we're walking towards the, mm-hmm. the horns. Okay. Give me perception tests. Perception tests all around this day. Including the doctor who might... No, no, the doctor's talking science. Yeah. 15. No, no. 19. Mora, you mean as... The, the imp-looking guy seems to be talking, but the other people around him don't, aren't really listening. They all seem to have glazed looks on their eyes. And I just have to say that it was the, the way that woman looked at me was just not the way I would have preferred it. And it's not my fault. It's really hers what happened after that. But I will just tell you, and that's the story going yeah, on. Um, is he saying it in French? or French. Uh, I lean over to, uh, to, to Byron um, to say softly, he seems to have uh, retained quite an audience that perhaps would rather be elsewhere. But I nod to everyone looking kind of glazed over. Yeah, they all look like uh, human servants, though. Okay. Bonjour! Okay. Oh, bonjour! Someone's come to talk to me, finally! I've been on and on, but no one really wants to take a break. Both of you give me four power tests. Oh. Me too, because I'm... So you're also there, yes. Fourteen. Yeah. Yes, by a lot. Twenty-two. Okay. Because I can, you can use your concentration with your will. Okay. Which is why I'm stubborn as fuck. Yeah. You're getting the same sort of feeling when the troubadour was trying to trick you with with her powers. There's, it, but it's not. It's, it looks like it's not like over. It's not. He's not trying to do. It. It's just something that has to do with who he is. So he's basically unintentionally putting you in his power. All right. But yeah, you're able to withstand it, and he just keeps on talking random gossip and idle chat about everything. I asked him, I was like, I, I didn't mean to sound rude or anything like that. I've just never met a man of your character. Uh, your, you, what being are you? Hmm? I'm my own being. Oh, you're, there's no other... I mean, I know the vampires have a few vampires. Mm-hmm. The ghouls. Ghouls have several... All you all really need is me in most cases. Gaston, by the way. Oh, Gaston. Uh, Byron, uh, d- do you have a title or is that not important here? Important men don't really need titles. I agree more. That's why I prefer to be called... Lord Byron. <laughs> I was like, I was like, catch myself in a lie. I catch myself just in fucking t- I like to think Myra like slams her heel on my, Lord Byron. I love it. Just, it's mine. Well, Grr. let's just say sometimes lesser men need that little push in order to bring up their spirits. It's not your fault. One day you might have grown it. Moira like looks away as well, she's smiling at that. On the bright side, most people already ignore it for me. <laughs> Have you had them killed yet? Not yet. Right. But working on it. Oh, oh, they're equal league with you. Though. You gotta oh, you're no, no, playing no. the game. With Britain, it's not about destroying them and removing their life. It's about destroying them socially until they have to move to the White Chapel. Seems like a takes a lot of time, doesn't it? Yeah, well, in Britain, sometimes you have nothing but time. <laughs> oh, it gets rid of the boredom. I understand. Of course, I understand. Course. Then you kill them. Yes. Ah, uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, have you had many uh, travelers to your village? Uh, a few, yes. Oh, Prussians, uh, Britain, British? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. Have you heard that? I've heard that there's a vampire uh, traveling that came through here. Victor? Victor. There was a Victor, yes. Ah, uh, he, he caused trouble. He caused quite a bit of trouble with us. He attempted. Oh, he I, attempted? I slapped him, gave him a slap on the wrist. He had, gave, had some interesting information. I'm sorry, out of character. 
What is my that damn mourners? Do we have like a name for the mourner that I'm hunting down? No, just the mourner. Has a man from Britain or maybe Prussian came along and I describe him as well? He looks back in his memory. A mourner, uh, and you gave him the just full description. Yeah. Oh, so that's what you're aiming for. Sorry, I wasn't really 100 percent sure. Yeah, I was trying to figure oh, okay. out if he's passed. Cause... Okay, so he lo- he goes into his memory. Oh, oh, that was a long time ago. I would say what 15, 20 years. Huh. Oh, not recently. Fantastic. Well, it was a pleasure meeting you. Thank you, Gaston. Mm-hmm. And uh, sorry, gentlemen, I didn't mean to take away your uh, the man uh, who's uh, your performance. Uh, thank you. Okay. Uh, what did you say the man's stature was? Mm-hmm. Jesus? A little taller than a ghoul, so maybe like three foot three. Okay, so Byron turns to leave, and then, because he's bored uh, and tired of all these pomps, Marcus looks left, looks right directly over the man's head, and then looks down, and then raises his eyebrows like he just noticed him for the first time, and then walks off. <laughs> he does not look happy. Oh, I'm not looking. No, no, I know, I know. <laughs> I, I didn't even notice because I was okay. like, Byron's walking away. So, okay. so, so another Moira, Moira notice. Another successful Byron. Okay, and then you hear. Act, mm, no. so, should I talk to the Fey first? Hmm? If you want to, I walk towards the Fey and okay. offer a nod of my head. Okay, uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. I am Byron. Mm-hmm. I am I am Melusine. Melusine. Oh, fantastic. And you represent the Providence uh, in France? Yes. It seemed like a very good village. Yeah. It was. One of many we own. Oh, fantastic. Well, oh, they choose to be with us. I should be frank about how that goes. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Uh, nice They're allowed life. It makes colorful fun. customs. Yes. Cheap goats. <laughs> she actually, uh, It actually chuckles. He's like, that was a good one. Uh, well, uh, I'll be laughing until I get caught by uh, a call again. Let's just say he'll be trying. Will be trying his best to get you to where you need to go to be in his power. That sounds fantastic. Can't wait to meet him once more. Mm-hmm. Beware! Oh, no, that's just that was just. I cannot wait to meet him once more from across uh, the ocean. So we actually aren't face to face. Also known as not meet him. It's kind of a riddle. I turn around and walk away. <laughs> just fucking. Just I'm trying to say if you actually lied or not, but you know what? I'm going to let that one pass. I caught myself. <laughs> I'm going to let that one pass. All right? <laughs> for love, from across the pond, but not really. It's more of a riddle. <laughs> fucking love that. Oh, God. Okay. I, so, like, this goes on for a while. Yeah. Finally, you just see me, like, at a table and looking at more. It's like, I'm not allowed to lie. Okay. It's awful. How do people do it? I feel like... I. I feel like a clergyman. <laughs> oh, okay. God, that feels sacrimonious. Marcus, no. as you were, mm-hmm. as you're around the table, and you're, as you're walking around, uh-huh. you know what looks like a cup or something that was on the ground next to you, but you just try to ignore it? A, a what? A cup. Just a regular cup that might have fallen on the ground. Okay, somebody dropped their solo cup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and as you're actually uh, turning your foot, is close to it, but you're not even touching it. Uh-huh. But as soon as your foot is close to it, it suddenly flings uh-huh. towards the vampires and hits one of them. Uh, stunned look on Marcus's face because Marcus has unbelievable reflexes. Use them all to watch it happen. Give me a perception test, please. Just all happen. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, this room is magic! I have no idea how that happened. No, I think that, I think because it's double ones, 
<laughs> Marcus starts laughing before it hits the vampires. Because <laughs> you have to remember, dompiers are notorious for being difficult at stuffy parties because they get bored quickly yeah. and they like have trouble controlling themselves. So Marcus just watches it fly through the air and starts smiling. So he looks so guilty. So guilty. Guilty as in he did it. Okay. Not guilty okay. as in he feels any remorse whatsoever. Okay, as you hear the laughing, you turn and see <laughs> a, an angry sycamore with a stain on his beautiful white sh- uh, suit. Did you, do I see the like the cup like laying there? Yep. So I see that he it was thrown or yeah. Did you throw that at him? It's kind of a moot point now, but no. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> look at him! Oh, look at him! And he turns towards Marcus. His face is turning as red as his shirt. (laughs) Marcus, I stand up. I demand satisfaction! For what? Hmm? For the stain upon my shirt. That stain is not our fault. Marcus, did you, uh, throw, kick, throw, did you do anything with that cup to get it on him? I did not throw it. I did not throw it on your person. So... That settles it, unless you believe the Golden King would allow a lie to be unpunished. No, I do not. But I do believe that you may be clever with words. Well, what would you like him to say to prove that he had no... Well, no, you heard him. You heard him first. The vampire's thrown in the towel against little old me. It's all right, boy. It's all right, boy. Oh, It'll, um, you know, dust yourself off. There's always next year or something. And now we've been insulted. But no, no, no. You said it yourself. I might be very clever with words. Here in Versailles, I take it as a compliment. I demand satisfaction now. If the cup thing could have flipped by, but he just insulted him. And what is your satisfaction, sir? We are gentlemen. We should not fight. Perhaps our lowers should fight for us. Roll of the eyes. Pet? And the dampier stands up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's 17 feet tall. He is significantly taller than you are. Okay. That's mm-hmm. it. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm at a disadvantage. I don't have one lower in, uh, who works for me. <laughs> don't build yourself up over it. Eventually you'll rise up enough to be above your pets. But I'll allow it for now for your pet to work. Sir, allow me to tell you, the only time I've ever allowed anything to fight for me was a peacock. (laughs) And I would not let it be damaged because I paid too much money and it became a flop, sir. So now you are insulting me by saying that I do not take care of my pets. And I do say, sir, I have been known to take care of several pets. I was the only successful peacock fighting firm in the land of Britain for two consecutive years. You hear me? Two years until I was voted out by Lord Bastion in Sabbath the Bastion. And you, sir, so I say this with a great amount of pride. You, sir, with your words, with your, your, your pets, with your, your bloodthirstiness, for a petty reason, are a bastard too. And Marcus will not be fighting for your entertainment. Unless he wants to. Marcus, do you want to fight? <laughs> I don't see any reason to beat up this um, fine upstanding... Ah! Oh my god, he's... Ah! Ah! Is he barking? Yeah, he's barking. Right, whatever that is. <laughs> I have no reason to harm him. 
I didn't throw anything on your shards. You know, I'm very clever. You need reprimations. You need to be, you right now are embarrassed because your shirt is dirty. And, um, of course, his words have brought light to it. So, sir, allow me to do reprimations to make sure that you're not the only one in the same shirt. I grab my glass, just throw it onto Marcus's shirt. Grab a glass, dump it onto my shirt. And just bow my head. <laughs> Grab a glass, throw it towards Moira. It's actually just a coat on a coat rack again. Moira's yeah, gone. gone. Yeah. <laughs> 18 charisma roll. Okay. 14. 18, exactly. Oh, yes. Yes. Very nice, very nice. Uh, the Marcus is thinking like, zip. That's it. Some one of us is gonna die with with a stained shirt. That's not how you should go out. <laughs> I, I reach down. I like I you know slide my finger along the, the the wine on my shirt. Bring it to my lips. Ah, you should see some of the slop they service in Britain, my friends. Mm. This even on a shirt as clean as this tastes delightful. Thank you. Okay, quite you refreshing. S- you actually see Maurice <laughs> just stare at you. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Sycamore just looks at him, <laughs> and he just chuckled, and the dump here sits back down. I look towards Marcus and say, don't throw anything. Don't get near anything to throw. Fine, fine, but I'm not barking. Give me another perception test. Nope. No, no, no limits. Uh, yeah, 18. You notice that the implicant guy look piercing gaze at uh, Marcus, angry. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what in the fuck is going on? Moira, could reach for more wine. Moira, I need more wine. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> Willard. <laughs> oh right. So I, I like to think like Willard wakes up in like a cold sweat every time I call him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Oh. Oh, guys, you've duct taped me to my bed again. <laughs> <laughs> he just, it's close up of him, he wakes up, and then it's a pan out, and he's hanging from a, he's hanging from a basketball hoop by his underwear in the middle of the night. Uh, Moira uh, uh, sweeps off to where uh, a servant is and grabs three glasses of wine. And drinks them all herself. I'm just oh. watching, the pro- <laughs> I'm watching the professor as well to see if he's still, are you yeah, just like taking always. notes at this point? Yeah, no, he's, he's, yeah, he's been silencing it all up, yeah. Imagine if there was a pig, he would be uh, electrocuting it. Okay. <laughs> and yeah, uh, eventually it reaches the point of the conversation where they're you're like you're like an interesting grad student that they love talking to, right? Yeah, you know, about everything. And eventually, guess says, So let me tell you something, uh, Doctor. They mm-hmm. chuckle. T- that <laughs> doctor, <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> what do you have something better than doctors in your country? <laughs> Ultra Doctor. <laughs> Ultra Doctor. <laughs> Mega Doctor. Yes, it's... Uh, Dr. Voltron is our... Ultra Doctor Combo! <laughs> yeah, it's a hippo... What's it? Was, uh, what's, what's Quack Doctor's called? Uh, hippo... Uh, uh Oh, you mean a, what, what, you mean like a homeopathic? No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is there something better, doctor? Yes, homeopathic. <laughs> and the doctor's like just throws Yoga. everything. <laughs> like, How dare you? Yoga instructors, obviously. <laughs> uh, the delegation looks at you like, we've been... Uh, there's a reason we're here, actually. Uh, we so have been put be, yeah. on a mission from the Celestial Council. Really? In our area to 
explore other countries, find out a bit about their sciences, how advanced some of them are. We've been a bit disappointed, to be honest. But also gather interesting creatures that may be in the area. Hmm. We have heard of something that is part of the Golden King's, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, zoo? All or right. a creature he has on hand that right. we would most love to get our hands on. Mm, I, like, and, I can understand this. And honestly, if one such as you who is as interested in the sciences as us would more than like to help out and perhaps we can gift you with some knowledge in return. Well, that sounds like a fabulous opportunity. Perhaps the design for, any points at the creature, this simple little creature. They say simple. Yeah. You thought about this thing. Yeah. It is complicated as hell. Of at, course. You, and it, it, you, uh, there are points you gave up even trying. Right. right. Yeah. Well, uh, that actually seems like a relatively fair deal, mm. although uh, I suppose the uh, Golden King would probably not be too happy. Well, as long as we don't do anything too overt and we leave before we're having to tell him anything. It should be fine. I mean, if there's any guilt, it'll be passed on on us. Well, that is true. Mm. I mean, because if it wasn't true, you would have been struck down, most likely, about a second ago. True. So, fine. You have a deal. Mm-hmm. I will be more than happy to help you with this. True. So what is this creature? We have brief descriptions. It is a creature of immense power called a Tarask. Oh. Interesting. It's called a Krampus. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That is all we truly know. We believe it may be somewhere in it these gardens. Interesting, interesting. I shall keep an eye out for this Tarask of yours. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the doctor sort of trundles off like, I've made friends! (laughs) Did you get their names? Men of science don't need names. (laughs) We speak the language of science! Science one, science two. (laughs) Where did they come from? Uh, (laughs) <laughs> a land, land of science science land uh, no, they, no they were uh, Chinese right yeah. they were Chinese yeah. but you know Chinese is a big place China China, <laughs> of course oh, did you perhaps uh, put in a good word for uh, England and get some trade uh, well I did sort of make a trade oh good fantastic making myself look good Yes, very good. I bought a thousand of those <laughs> small golden kittens that keep waving and waving. <laughs> I don't know how they do that. Scary, <laughs> but I can't look away. And I gave them a urine sample. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know the Golden King apparently has some kind of zoo or collection of creatures? Well, maybe he'll show it to you if you ask nicely. That's what I'm planning to. Oh, fantastic. Why... Ah, well, there's this one creature that they're very interested in. Uh, the Tarask or something like that. Uh, immense power, etc., etc. You know, the usual. Uh, but yes, they're quite interested in it. And I suppose if, if we can get some, uh, some samples uh, from it, uh, we may be able to, well, learn a little bit more. And in exchange, uh, they provided, they're, they're willing to provide me with, uh, with some of their uh, more advanced uh, sciences. Looks over. They're using an abacus. <laughs> Look back at the doctor. Uh, yeah, the, what, like, yeah, they're using abacus, but what they're really saying is, so E equals MC squared. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, they're <laughs> they're tearing it up in science land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah they're they're the uh, the old school hip hop masters of the science <laughs> world. <laughs> they're the ones that can beatbox. Yeah. Right. Um, <clears throat> uh, fine, fine. Perhaps you should let Byron do the talking when it comes to. 
asking for favors. Oh, well, of course, yeah. So, so now, now you know we we need to see the this the zoo up there. Well, very well. No reason not to deprive you. I mean, you're here. Yes? I am. Um, I asked about Victor. Yeah, the doctor immediately like stiffened up. Did you? Yeah. Yes, uh, I spoke to the vampires. Apparently, he was here not yeah. so long ago. But apparently, he had to get his. Uh, they slapped him on the wrist. But, well, not him. Uh, that, that the horned fellow, Gaston over there, apparently was very angry at him. Slapped him on the wrist and sent him away. So he's no longer here. Oh, God. But he was. He was trying to. Um, he was trying to to sell some uh, secrets or something. Eh, Information. That's what he said. Yeah, it sounds like him. Uh, did they say where he went to, or just away? No, I didn't ask. I mean, I, I assume getting this much information from these people is like signing your soul away. Mm. It's like signing off some, for some goats. <laughs> Sorry, I needed a boost there. <laughs> I needed an ego boost. These people have been tearing me alive. How do they not talk and say lies? They all double speak, or they don't say anything at all. Very creepy. Very rude. I mean, Moira just stares. (laughs) (laughs) Not looking that way, Moira, because I heard it when I said it. (laughs) (laughs) Very creepy, very rude. Oh, God, is she right behind me, right? (laughs) I thought it was a coat wrap. How long have we been here for? About an hour and a half. Five minutes. <laughs> Byron's like acting like a petulant child at like waiting for a table at a restaurant. It's like, oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> I got, look at this stain. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, quite. It's the most mm-hmm. expensive thing I'm wearing. <laughs> All right. Well, everyone behave yourselves. I think we, I believe we spoke with everyone, introduced themselves. If they have anything to say to us, they'll say it to us and come to me. So sit at your table and. Drink your wine. Mm-hmm. Hopefully it's not poison. Okay. <laughs> 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 you knock, the second you knock back the wine and you're not, you're looking at the ceiling, I just take my wine and throw it at one of the other vampires. <laughs> what would you do with that? Take Moira's, throw it at another person. <laughs> food fight. Yeah. No, no, I want to see. Everybody just stares at us as we start trying to do a food fight. It's yeah, awkward. I, I want to see how far we can push this whole Byron can't lie, but can he talk yeah. his way out of problems? <laughs> You throw a wine on the Oh yeah! Pulls out a bucket of spiders. <laughs> <laughs> spider fight! <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> spider fight the return! And you do, and you sit for what feels like hours. Because basically people seem to be having random conversations or just sitting around in a corner having a few drinks. And eventually, uh, it becomes perhaps 10 or 11 p.m. And one of the, the troubadour, another troubadour comes into the room and says, Lords and ladies, thank you for staying for the night. Hopefully, to- I'm awake! I'm awake. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, yes. the mm-hmm. Golden King will deign to visit tomorrow. Your rooms have been prepared. And he just points away. And everyone just starts standing up and walking. Out. Very well. Well, we, we I hope to see him tomorrow. <clears throat> Very well. I say as I'm just like walking to it. Let's go. Let's go. Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. When you sit close to me, I'm afraid those yeah. vampires as, might... Uh, Marcus, mm-hmm. as soon as you get ready to stand up and walk forward, I need you to give me a coordination test. Yep. Uh, that is a 14. Nice. Yep. You uh, you almost fall flat on your face as you realize your two laces are tied together. <laughs> Another look from the imprint, a smirk. Mm-hmm. Did you piss him off at some point? Oh. Ah! Maybe... 
Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, that would say, no, he just has a short temper. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Well, Marcus was about to bring something up. Actually, that was a loophole, but yep. we can we can roll with whatever. All right. So you did uh, kind of lie, though. I looked did away. I? I don't know that I pissed him off. I did something dickish, but I, I specifically I, am the only one that I specifically said mm. you said he looks enraged, and I said I'm looking away. That is a good point. Yeah, I was All the only right. one that caught it. Yeah, All right. Marcus does not anticipate that he could get under someone's skin that easily. Uh huh. Man, the wine thing. Man, the wine thing. <laughs> All right, I'll yeah. let it fly. I'll let it fly. Yep. Um, besides, uh, so I, I, I just kind of like move my heels in two different directions to like break the uh, the shoelaces. Oh, these are new. <clears throat> Byron, I was thinking about something. Yes, keep talking as we walk. As we can get out of the damn. So, no one's allowed to to lie when in the presence of the Golden King. I believe it's... Was that the case? No. Oh, he sees everything. Yeah. So, basically, remember when you went into the garden, you feel like a presence is watching you? It's no lying whatsoever. We cannot lie while we're here. Is that it? Is that it? I believe so. Because it says nothing. uh, uh, Everything catches its eye or some some shows like that, right? Uh, All I know is, is... Dog! Uh, what's it called? Jebedon. Jebedon! What are the rules of the game? Look it up again. Fuck oh, you! Dog size, bulls out of spawn. I actually, it gets really offended because I look towards like a dog and like, a dog! What, what's, uh, you know, what, what are the rules of the game? And it's just like a canine, tilt its head, and then the dog, and the, the other one's Jebedon. like, uh-huh. It's not even like, it's like a pug or something. Yeah. It's like a pug. It's <laughs> terrifying. In the presence of the Golden King, nothing escapes his eye. If you wish to be in his good grace, never tell a lie. Right, that's what I'm talking about. In the presence. When in we, the presence, we have to determine if he's... Byron, I'm just saying that everyone could have been lying the entire time because they know that he wasn't here. I would have... I'm a pretty good liar myself. I would have gotten that. The pres- I, I don't know, there's something about this. I feel that he's watching all, I mean, maybe it's the shadows. It's just, I feel that all, his presence is everywhere. We walked through something when we came here. Hey, we walked through a ton of things when we came in. The, the, the animates aren't invading, we walked through something. We follow a troubadour, we walked through something. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, don't take everything, everything that they're saying Gospel. Well, that's one way to find out. I mean, in true scientific fashion, we perform an experiment. Somebody has to lie. We all look towards Marcus. <laughs> or if we can get one of them to lie. Mm. I think they're well practiced. Oh, so you're not up to the challenge then. Ah, sad. Throw wine on you. <laughs> <laughs> I demand satisfaction! <laughs> I'm just not ready to expose my hand like that. But it's something we can work on in the game. We can see about trying to get them to lie. Let's see what we can do. But for now, we're going to bed, and hopefully he'll show up tomorrow. <coughs> and we can see this zoo. All right. So you're going straight to bed? Yeah. All right. I, I have nothing I want to do here. If I can't lie, then my God, let me see. <laughs> <laughs> and you're each led to separate rooms, unless more you want to make sure to be near market, uh, sorry, near Byron. Uh, I'm going to be in. Is there um, like a, a room with a connecting door? 
Yes. Then that's the one that... Okay. <laughs> or she carves one. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good night. You guys suck at this. Willard, good night! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Brian is going to sleep. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to stay in the same room as the doctor. Okay. Yep. Uh, I'm going to stay up a little bit later than he does. He needs his rest because mm-hmm. science or some shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. got worn out. It was a very exciting day for him. Yeah, this is a big day for that. Yeah, yeah also Marcus has, guys all tuckered out. Yeah, Marcus has to pray and all that stuff, so yeah, he's just going to look out the window or whatever while he does this. Okay. God is a manifestation of our internal desire in order to control the, the natural world while also be part of it. It's, uh, yeah. Are there uh, ladies' servants that help uh, to help Moira with her, yes. her trousseau? Mm-hmm. Cool. You'll have service to help you out until you want kicked out for whatever reason. <clears throat> Why? It's a job. I mean, <laughs> you are sleeping on top of servants. You're making them hold you like uh, uh, stiff as a board, light as a feather style. You're <laughs> 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 just like, right, till morning. Yep. Yep. And actually, as uh, they finish helping you all undress, they leave little bells uh, that right next to each of your beds. <laughs> <laughs> Very well. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yep. Mara's Fifteen seconds later, you've stolen ours. You're ringing both of them. <laughs> I need a woman about a five three, uh, one hundred twenty pounds. Here are the dimensions. Okay. Not for sex. I just need oh, someone to cut. For, uh, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say for Moira's room. Uh, you realize you realize that uh, uh, one of the covers seems to be off a little bit, and the servant girl looks at it, and then she picks up the bell and just, uh, just rings it. I need both Byron and Moira to give me perception test hearing. Uh-oh. Spiders. <laughs> the bed is made of spiders. Mm-hmm. Thirteen. Um, Fifteen. Mora, there seems to be a pattern to the bell ringing. It's not just random bell ringing. And basically the doors open up and a couple of minutes later and there seems to be two servants with a, a cover to remove the one you had and replace it with something that looks a bit fresher. Nice. Yep. And kill the other one. No, you're doing it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Then the first servant kneels and prepares herself for death. (laughs) Takes out a katana. (laughs) Now you have to clean the floors. And what if that one doesn't do a good job? (laughs) With the pattern, you realize somehow they were able to convey, we need new comforters. Sure. An hour later, you're just standing on top of a pile of dead servants. Like, no, no, stop. You did a fine job. (laughs) You're so incompetent. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, Hazy, yeah, we're going to go to sleep. Okay. You all go to sleep. Marcus. Yep. You're getting ready to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. You're looking out the window wondering how things are going to go. Mm-hmm. And as you open up your mouth, a fly goes into it. Ooh. <laughs> I'm praying with my rosaries, and I just stop it. Like... <laughs> and as you open up the mouth to cough, another fly goes into it. <laughs> And you hear it from looks like 10, 20, 30 wings. Where? Coming out of what looks like a gap in the window, heading towards your face. I shut the blinds or whatever <laughs> on this window. But there's still like 20 or 30 flies that got in. Aim at your face. And I need if you to have give a me a face spider. That yeah. they take care of. I need. <laughs> you, I, okay. As you try to push back, I need you to give me a sixteen coordination roll. Oh boy! Oh, he said like sixteen coordination <laughs> rolls. I'm like, <laughs> each fly. Oh, yeah. 
No. 16, 16 is... How, let me, what would I need for that to happen? I would need a 12 mm-hmm. for that to happen. Yeah, no. Okay. Ah, it's my face! It's my yep. face! Mm-hmm. Oh. What's your coordination? Uh, my coordination is 4. So, okay. mm-hmm. 16. You're attacked by 12 rhinos. 15. <laughs> 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 Okay. <laughs> you're trying to are a distraction. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's like fucking Jumanji up in here. <laughs> yep. All right. Auction has a damage. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, I forgot what I was going to talk about. All right. 16. Okay. Uh, as you're stepping back, your mm-hmm. foot lands down. I'm assuming you're barefoot because you're getting ready for go to bed. Mm-hmm. Your foot steps down what looks like a big, sharp piece of glass that somehow oh, appeared yeah. out of nowhere right into your foot, giving, causing mm-hmm. 16 damage. Damn. Okay. Jesus, Whoa. it severed a fucking artery. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, 16. Serious wound. Yep. Yeah. All right. Serious wound to make. Um, um, is the clothing that I'm wearing armored at all? Not your foot. Okie doke. Just okay. so that you, you just established you were barefoot. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. I yell out. Yep. Yeah! Doctor. Hey, quiet! I'm trying to get some stress there. Willem! <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, sh- I'm stumbling up. Mm-hmm. Angela? Mo- Moira's like, uh, you're stumbling up. Moira's already out in the hall. Mm-hmm. Good. Mm. There's a piece of metal in my leg, Doctor. There's a piece of metal in your leg. Oh, God, I've asked that so many times in my life. I don't know, but it's in my leg now. It's the answer for everything. <laughs> I don't know, but it's in my leg. <laughs> we've, got, we've done this 16 times, every time the same conversation. What's going on, I say, is I like, stumble into the bedroom wearing my very nice nighty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Moira like, bursts in, wearing the same nighty, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Exculpus is out. Derek. Flies coming through the window and they're flying into my face and I stumbled back because they're all over the, the entire window pane and they're gonna bust through. Moira then, takes like three steps forward and is in your face and she's like, you woke us up because of flies. He points to his <laughs> bleeding calf muscle. And that, <laughs> the flies are the first wave. <laughs> <laughs> but he says so with total earnestly like, they were the first wave. Marcus, let me get this straight. You did not throw the wine at the vampires. Aye. You didn't tie your shoes together. Aye. And now you were attacked by flies. It was more of a trap. Yes. You pissed off that thing. Perhaps he doesn't like vampires, whatever, but he does not seem to like what you've done. I will have to have to speech with, speak with him in order to Maybe I could pay him off to get him from teasing you and bullying you. What do you mean the little guy? Don't call him the little guy. That's the problem. Well, what am I supposed to call him? He's not the tall guy. Gaston. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Fucking boulder lands on me. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, uh, man, later, a uh, female comes in. Uh, take me to Gaston's, Gaston's room. And the meantime, the doctor's like, right, let me take it. Okay, you're like, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. How'd you get this? And you're like, yeah. Right. She <laughs> nods her head and closes the door. You assume she's going to talk to Gaston first to make sure yep. he's okay. Right. 
Still wear my nightgown. I'm not changing. <laughs> okay. A few minutes later, she comes back in. She nods her head and just tells you Doctor, to follow. make sure he's fine. Yep. Marcus, I will try to keep you from being bullied by him. Well, that one doesn't count. Don't worry, sport. Don't worry, sport. Jesus Christ. Uh, 13 on medicine, which apparently is blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I think that your basic medicine role is like difficult before. She's yeah, just so cutting I, up the other. I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking <laughs> He knocks you out, and you wake up, and you're like, he's in your arms, like, what if your limbs? I'm sure. <laughs> I'm anywhere. I figure it's one of the four, and I'm just going them in order. Like you, st- you stabbed all, all every other limb. It's like, oh yeah, so I'm down to the last one. It's got to be there. Uh, um, there's two more. There's your oh, yeah, no, knee, he's... and there's your ween. No, 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 the other one's still. <laughs> yeah, so he's he's trying. Like, there's a lot of blood here, a lot of blood, and there's so much blood. blood oh, I come blood, with me, so I make sure he doesn't eat me. Blood, blood, blood. <laughs> so oh, yeah, I'm, blood. yeah, I'm going to <laughs> curse out blood, curse out blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, yeah. and she leads you down a couple of hallways to another set of doors, and then she presents, and then she walks away. Actually, while we were waiting, um, Moira went and um, put on actual clothes. Good for you. <laughs> I look ridiculous. You had that little hat with the bell. Oh, there. yeah, of course. <laughs> All right. Hello, uh, Gaston? Okay. The door opens by itself. And sitting before you, fully dressed, not in a nighty, is Gaston. He looks like he's picked up by two other gentlemen. So that he's, his face is <laughs> in front of yours. Yes. I believe that we've had a miscommunication. In a America. miscommunication. Absolutely. Oh, please, sit down. Explain. Uh, the cup. Mm-hmm. The shoelaces. Mm-hmm. Death can fly. <laughs> Death can fly. <laughs> he actually chuckled at them. <laughs> Those were you. That's fine. That's why I didn't bring it up in front of the vampires or anything. There was no reason to bring uh, your petty scrabble uh, uh, with Marcus uh, to the light of anyone and say that, you know, you damaged them or insulted them in order to to make my pet or whatever you want to call him pay. I understand that. I would not do that. I'm asking you, um, it would be delightful if you no longer bully Marcus. Ah, uh, no. We are men... My of- returns to leave. Like, <laughs> we got our answer. We are men of dignity. I'm sure we can. I know, I know. He's your servant. He's your responsibility. I promise not to kill him. I need him working order right now because he's the only one protecting me. <sighs> Give me a chart, Mom. Hold on. Yeah, uh, lies. lies. Oh, wait. Wait, what? why am I lying? You said he's the only one protecting you. Oh, right. Oh, shit. Yes. See how easy that is? <laughs> yeah. I need you to roll a 1d6 for me, please. You on the D6. On a roll of 1 to 6, the golden kick kills you. <laughs> 5. 5. Sorry, I need this real quick. Roll mm-hmm. <coughs> 1, one two, to 6, I just three, got that. 4, 5. Oh, I'm oh, sorry. No. Charm. Oh, no. I need you to roll a 1D6 for me, please. 4. Minus 4 to your charm. <gasps> Holy shit. You feel like a piece of your soul has been sucked out. <laughs> and more you see this happen, it looks like he's in the most immense pain possible. <gasps> It was not a lie. It was a slip of the tongue. He's protecting me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Could you could you repeat that? I'm s- he is one of the men protecting me, and I require uh-huh. Uh-huh. his aid. Yes, you do. Let me let me think about that. 
Give me a charm roll, please. Does he say that? <laughs> no. <laughs> the GM said that. <laughs> His power is yep. to break the fourth wall. Uh, 12. 12. No, I think I'm going to keep harassing this until I'm satisfied. Thank you very much. Turtles. <laughs> How long is this going to stick with me? For as long as the Golden King feels like it should be upon you. That's terrible. <laughs> Isn't it? Would you like to sign a contract? <laughs> <laughs> Moira grabs Byron's arm and is like tugging. I convinced the king of the fairies to give. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes sense. A charm of zero. He has no tact. So he has like zero <laughs> yeah. idea. Listen, bugger, you so <laughs> <laughs> to your mother. <laughs> Byron, as, as soon as you walk in, Byron's like throwing his like outfit, like his hat to the side. Marcus, you really screwed me in the fish port. <laughs> what? You screwed me in the fish port, mate. You got in me like some, what in the hell, my fo- Oh, sword in hell, love. Uh, what is this fucking accident? <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> I said a fucking fib right in his face. <laughs> oh, that's fascinating. So that's what happens. Right. The experiment has been concluded. Yeah, I want to need a urine sample. <laughs> Piss off! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, you can use the corner. That's fine. Right. Keep talking. <laughs> Marcus, you really bumbled me on this one. I just, I, I, how am I supposed to bleat and talk to the goddamn gone king if I can't fucking use more pretty, pretty words? <laughs> Alright, now I roll high enough for a medicine check, so you're done bleeding. <laughs> Fuck yeah. All I said was, you're the only one protecting me. I was, it was more of a fucking metaphor. Oh, you're, you're lucky that Moira didn't kill you first. Oh, Moira's not, she's, she doesn't protect me. She protects the family interest. That's what I was getting at. Oh, Moira just, like, stands ramrod straight at that. I'm not lying. I'm just trying to stay the bleeding point here. Listen. Your point is incorrect. Now you are going to go back across the hallway and you are going to retire to your bedroom for the evening where you can no longer do any damage. Oh, aren't you the fucking whisperer of love? Slap you on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, the, the, the exculpus has come out. Yeah, roll for initiative. <laughs> suddenly, yeah, it's just like, I suddenly realize that I might have fucked oh, up wait, That's that an one. excellent idea. Just like the servants, if you cut out his voice box, he can't... Uh, no, 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 shut the hell up. <laughs> well, I'm going to retire. Night, bitches. <laughs> Byron out. <laughs> Drops his trousers and shuffles out of the fire and just like tips over like your lamp as he walks out and gives you like the bird. He thought he was tipping over Moira. Good evening, gentlemen. Wait, question. Have a question. Actually, it's it's a two-parter. The first one. Moira. First of all, Moira's giving you a very unamused-looking look. First one is. Look. I've dealt with Byron a long time. Not as long as you, but I've also dealt with you a long time. Uh, more present in mind than Byron. 
Give it about 15 minutes for him to go to sleep. Don't want you doing anything rash because he does something stupid. Right? The second thing is, if you could describe a person that your brother-in-law would think would be the worst person to bring to Parliament, what would that man be like? Uh, Moira, look, she shakes her head. I'm not sure what you're getting at. It sounds like Byron suddenly grew up in Whitechapel. Like me, or like um, Adele. Lower. Peter. Yes? Doctor, what are the chances that it's not so much an affliction as much as a... like a turning? Hmm. That's an interesting theory, but he refused to provide me with a urine sample, so I can't test it. I don't think... I think he's asleep, Moira. <laughs> Dr. Silas up to Moira and hands her a flask. No, 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 that's not what I mean. That's not what I mean. No, that's what the doctors are like. Ah, right. What is wrong with you people? I just think, just, once he's asleep, just... Let him be, and the doctor and I are going to figure something out. It wouldn't be right if we made it all this way just for you to kill him. Moira's about to say something, and then she bites her tongue, and she says, I'm not willing to risk sarcasm this evening. Good night. Hmm. Good night. Who made this fucking mess? So when my You are leaves, killing me. <laughs> you are literally killing me, Billy. <laughs> I'm gonna say this right now. I was thinking of taking away your charm, but I'm gonna say no, I'm gonna let random chance for decide this. Random chance, I love you. <laughs> I just wanna say that right God. now. While uh as uh, when Wait, if Myra I rolled, leaves. Oh no, I rolled five. Yes. Yeah, you rolled five. Yeah, I was like, no, oh, my intelligence should no. be down to zero. Either way, there there'd be a new character voice no matter which attribute yep. gets fucked yep. over. Love it. Um, but when Myra leaves, um, and she closes the door, Marcus mm. leans into the doctor's wrapping up his ankle, yep. or his, his calf, yep. and says, Doctor, what if the problem's in Byron's mind? Not his yard, not his piss. Well, would be a first, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> who better knows how to convince Byron things aren't the way they are? No, no, it's true, it's true, I suppose. Uh, <sighs> All right. Can't talk about this with Moira. No, 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 she, she wouldn't. She probably wouldn't approve. No, we really can't talk about this with Moira. Mm. All right, well, if you'll give me uh, a few uh, minutes, I can actually prepare. Mm. All right, give me a moment. He turns away, oh, he starts like... Science fiddling. is happening. Mm-hmm. Yep, he starts fiddling with his things. Yep, Every- everybody's going to get a moment. All right. And, uh, yeah, he basically, I mean, he already had one prepared. Uh, Throat so. juice. <laughs> Throat juice. <laughs> what do you prepare? Yeah, no, still zero charisma, but a really good reason. Right. Yeah, uh, well, no, he'd be uh, preparing a batch of clarity, basically. Okay. Like, yeah, just meant to expel any kind All of, right. you know, If you want to try to use it, go ahead. No, he's going to try it, but he's also, if that doesn't work, he's got a, he's got a plan B. Okay. Yeah. It has, uh, what's it called? The Yeah, basically. Okay. All right, so, uh, well, we just need to get into Byron's room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, back. Limp along. <laughs> Limp. Limp. 
limp. Yeah. As soon as you like walk out, you see like Byron has tipped like he's like tipped over some things. Like the wine is spilled, uh, the painting's quirked. Like it's like a tornado of just like disrespair. Like this has turned into a frat house. Uh, the, there's, there's a <laughs> foosball like, table, cap a pie, yeah, like posted above the doorway. Yeah. And yeah, Byron's just he's uh, laying on top of his bed. Pictures uh, of an extremely racist frat party. <laughs> Uh, yep, so Byron's in bed. Yep. Uh, Byron, are you asleep? I was fucking nodding off. Alright, well, good thing you're awake. I need you to drink this. What the hell is it, Rob? It's going to make you feel great. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't make me feel fucking worse. Mm-hmm. He says I down it. Well, he doesn't know, so it's not technically a lie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's not technically a lie. He drinks it. You really suddenly feel like peeing. Take a piss. I, like, ah, get I go to the corner and take a piss. <laughs> no, I just like slap your hand away. Like, no, no, toss it. the flask right with. <laughs> no, fucking no. I'm desperate. Yeah, I piss in the fucking flask. All right. I give you my urine sample. Excellent. All right. All right what, what? 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 What did I just do? What? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> And that puts it away. Puts it away. All right. Well. All right. So, how are you feeling? Like I just went two times. All right. That didn't work. All right. And he sort of digs in his pockets, pulls out a pocket watch. You are getting sleepy. Uh huh. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> watch the roll. Yeah, of course I do. Okay. Versus his yeah. willpower, I'm assuming. Yeah, uh, let's see. How would Uh-oh. that work? When I'm not, when I'm not fucking high as shit, my willpower's good. Yep. Yeah, let me see. Uh, yeah, hypnotism. Okay, it is an actual skill. Separate mm-hmm. skill. Alright, so. Uh, pfft, great. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, so Byron? Yeah, eight, uh, it's like a twelve, so. Eight. Well, eleven. Yeah, fifteen, sorry. Fifteen, nope. Yeah, so, yeah, he did it. Mm. Ah, he's too stubborn tonight. If I could. Are you saying that he's too? He leans. He's in. too sober for he's it. That's the problem. <laughs> right. That's words I never thought I'd hear. Good night, Byron. Um, Kilfield. Shut so up. Prob- <laughs> Come on, let's go. Let's go. Good night, let's go. Byron. Just a whole bunch of you Good know night, curse words. Like, Get the fuck out of here, Sean. Sean Boy. Slam the door. <laughs> tip the like cutbury. Right or you heard all of that. Of course you did. <laughs> But trying? since she can identify the doctors and, and um, Marcus's voices, yeah, she's they're, they're yep. staying out of it. Yep. It's like, yep. they can't kill him. Yep. I, he might be stronger than he's ever been right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like, pull out and I'm like, oh, you, oh, you want Queensberry rules, do you? <laughs> oh, my God. His stupidity's made him so strong. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I got to bet. I got I to gotta worry about fucking tetanus or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Alright. I wake up in the morning. You still wake up an in, asshole. You're still an asshole. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh, so in love. So in love. What could I do to get Amelia's backside at this point? What the hell does that even mean? Oh, that's what I mean. <laughs> Noise. <laughs> Noise, she's sick, son of a bitch. <laughs> you hear a knock at your door. Yes! Uh, the door opens and there's a servant girl with a note. Servant, a servant, servant, yeah, girl with a note. Hello, lovely. 
She just stands there with the note. Right. Yeah. One of them she's a sh- French servant girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not the first pig that she's met. One glove. I take the note. It's from the French schools. <clears throat> they want to discuss future dealings. At <laughs> 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 an hour, if you please. Their residence. Probably about which guest room they can stay in <laughs> when they visit you. Moira! Uh, Moira comes through the, the adjoining door, um, uh, dressed in the same clothes from yesterday. I, you see Byron, he's like, uh, he is like dressed up very nicely, and you almost believe that it's, he's back, you know, and he turns to Drew and say, Good evening, Moira. I have to speak with them ghouls now, love. This is really an unfortunate wank. Let's go. Giddy up. Is it it truly necessary? I might sound like this lovely, lovely peach, but if you refuse an invitation... Etiquette-wise, it's like a, a dump that doesn't clear the cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> what in the hell? Thank you for that etiquette lesson. It's like I never learned them as a child. Lovely. Lovely. Let's go. Let's go. I turn around and my pantaloons are open. <laughs> it's not even how they're made. <laughs> what did you do? There's like a cigarette burn through them. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to meet the goals. No, Moira is not going to let you go out improperly attired. Okay, so you're dressing me up. Mom, stop it! <laughs> you're beset upon by a dozen servants <laughs> swarm around you. Yep. Moira, I have a cold. No, you don't. Night ahead of me if I don't have plenty of blankets. So, ding-a-ding-ding, give me some fucking blankets! Sir, what's going to be with blankets? I can't lie my way out of this, so I'm just going to be bleeding honest. Let's go, love. <laughs> I was going to say, like, oh, we can't talk today. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I was like, oh, thank okay. you, Angela. <laughs> and your arms I was waiting for it. I was waiting. <laughs> I have a cold. No, you don't. In, in night ahead of me. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I'm just walking towards that. Okay. It's not even a graceful. I'm just kind of sauntering. As that's happening. Doctor, you hear a knock yep. on your door. Nope. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> what is it? Yep. Uh, no, they can't speak. Yeah. So the door opens up, and this, it looks like a serving guy with a note. Mm, out. Mm-hmm. Reaches out, grabs a note. It is from the Ch- Chinese delegation. If you would love a visit to the zoo. English? Hmm? Ch- what? Is it in English? Oh, yeah, the Chinese. Yes, in yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, from Chinese, Chinese, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I don't care. I tell him I'll be there in just 15 minutes. She nods his head and walks out. Yeah. So he gets up, you know, starts getting dressed. Okay. Marcus! Hey. I'm going to the zoo. Alright, so I'll come with you. That's what we're planning in the background. It scares me. Yeah. Can you check before we go? Well, first of all, get dressed. Are you still bleeding? Not bleeding, but I'm injured. Alright, well, not bleeding. That's the important (laughs) part. Uh, well, get dressed, uh, make sure, uh, Byron hasn't gotten himself killed yet, before we go. 
and let them know that we'll be at the zoo in case uh, they need us for something. Right, no problem. Um, I'll get dressed and limp over to um, Byron's room, see that the door is open. No one's in there. They're gone. Ah, great. Well, either he's dead or he's busy. Neither one of those is good. Nah, not with his attitude. You got pee for me, man. I don't know what you want. <laughs> All right, well, nothing more to be done. We can't keep the Chinese waiting. Right, sharp. All right. As we pass, we pass by one of the servants. Go. Wait, wait, wait. Do you people have uh, all manner of uh, creatures and beings here? Do you keep, uh, say, spare blood and supply for the vampires and vampires that visit? Hmm? Not said. Great, because my assistant here could use some. Looks at you. And I mean, you're walks. injured. Yeah. Blood heals you. Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. Mm-hmm. And clearly, how my dice are rolling today, mm-hmm. can't count on a medicine. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to incur a, a secondary wound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, you wake up and you can't speak. <laughs> okay. Uh, apparently, that's how all the servants lost theirs. <laughs> <laughs> You, uh, she leads you to a small room with, that looks like a refrigerator. With children. With children in it. No. Uh, basically, and it looks <laughs> so, like a place with like, looks like vials in it. Uh-huh. And he looks around. You can't read anything. It's all in French. Yep. And he just picks a vial and just hands it to you. <sighs> Win in France, Rome. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Nods his head. Okay. Takes a vial. All right. Opens cool. the side door. Great. And you hear someone going, Okay. Mm-hmm. Look around that side door. It looks like it's a grown man being bled out. Uh, as one does in France. The servant goes close to the van, opens, uh, goes to the side. It looks like there's tubes coming out of the man, going into a little faucet. Walks back to the fridge. It's better not to know. It's better see, this is why you don't want to see how sausage is made. <laughs> <laughs> That's all the files say in French. It's just sausage. On the other hand, talk about farm to table. It is fresh blood. Yeah, you have any idea how much that would be in, like, California? So I'm assuming you're for Williamsburg. I will be. Okay. I will be. It takes about ten minutes to go up. Plenty of time. I'm going to start with you guys because I want to save the hilarity for later. Sorry. Oh, you're going to start with me and Daniel. And basically you go through a couple of us and out into the garden. It's the midday and it's it's bright outside the dark the the garden the forest still looks a little dark. Of course. There's still flitting shadows every once in a while. You uh-huh. go down a path and eventually you, you meet up with uh you see bef- uh, before you the two Chinese gentlemen. Mm-hmm. You're staring at him, coming forward, the ear things are right next to their yep. ears like Welcome, we are about to go ahead. The Jebedon was going to lead us. Oh ah, excellent. Yep. Excellent, yes. And out from the forest comes out the giant wolf. There it is. <laughs> there it is. And you start walking. Yep. Yeah, follow yep. Okay. So, I have not yet met a damn peer from outside of France. Are you also uh, of limited intelligence? Depends on who you ask. <laughs> Capable of joking, so no. I appreciate the compliment. So, it, it, it would be surmised that they are broken here by the vampires. I think that that one is. I can't speak for the entire country. Hmm. That is that is true. Interesting. It is on my understanding that your people and vampires are against each other, correct? Aye. Ah, so enemy combatant. They he are, was. They are diseased. Hmm. 
It is an affliction through the blood. But there are many diseases that we must learn to live with. Aye, but when you get the common cold, you don't have an overwhelming urge to kill anyone with the flu. <laughs> they actually chuckle a little bit. <laughs> true, true. We hope you find the antivirus. <clears throat> you hear, Doctor, you hear antivirus. He, you don't understand what the hell he's saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We hope you find the antivirus. Huh, yeah, that's an interesting theory, actually. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Just yep. kind of shrugs and looks away like, <clears throat> mm-hmm. what? Yeah. And then the, the Chinese guy looks like he's like, Anti, but you don't have. Well, we're still we're still working on the miasma theory of, uh, of, of disease, mostly. They both just stare at you for a second and just nod their heads. Right. Not, just keep on walking. Nod their heads or shock, shake their. Oh, heads. shake their heads. You keep doing that. I know, you'll I you'll know. do something with your head and then say the exact <laughs> opposite, <laughs> opposite action. Well, I think it's opposite day to day. There we want to go with. No, it is. Okay, it is. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah eventually. Uh, the Jebron leads you to what looks like, uh, what looks like these double gate, these gates, mm-hmm. uh, wrought iron, and it turns, walks away, and basically, I'm assuming you guys go through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you look like, what well, looks like a smaller section of the garden, and in different cages, there are these weird creatures. Some of them you've seen before. You see on one corner, example of a throp, just mm-hmm. sitting around. There's also like, an example of the creature you saw, the, the giant white insect creature. Mm-hmm. And as well numerous other creatures you've never seen before. Wow, fascinating. I've never seen many of these. Mm. Look at that one. How many heads is, how many heads would you say that one has? Three and a half. <laughs> At least. Is that thing a head? No, uh, that's not a head. That one uh, we not saw. Not a head, not a head. That one we saw in, was it India? That was India, yes, yes. Amazing that he was able to keep bringing it all the way over here. That is shocking. And basically they're just yeah. talking to each other about all the various creatures they're seeing. Yeah, but, yeah. that just looks- Wandering around, like, occasionally taking notes as well mm-hmm. of you know stuff they mentioned. But yeah, yeah, he follows along. Okay, yeah. And Marcus, yeah, you start noticing like numerous creatures, mm-hmm. like some of them kind of terrifying. Yeah. And as you go further and further back, you're like one of the Chinese gentlemen goes like that. I believe I, if I'm reading that correctly, that says Tarask off in the distance. Well, then let's make That's, our way over and yep, take a look. Yep. And you just head, start heading toward the back. You you see a what looks like a massive... What is that? That's not me. My phone is all the way over here. Uh, but it was you. Was that me? My mom and you. Oh, well, sorry. Good job, Jesus. Put this in my pocket. For once, <laughs> the random buzzing device is not me. <laughs> yeah, well, we always look to you nonetheless. Yeah. All right. You go to the back. You go open uh, a huge cage, but inside is still full of grass. And it looks like a rock in the middle of it. So is it behind the rock? I think it is the rock. Well, that seems like a cruel trick. Welcome to the rock. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of our children back they will keep these pet rocks, mm-hmm. mostly because it's the only pet they're allowed to have because they you know, don't go into you know they don't turn into monsters mm-hmm. usually. <laughs> but this is France. Mm-hmm. Do you want to throw a rock at it? Could it be a rock lobster? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll... That would probably be. Why, especially if the Golden King is looking, we would not want it harming our pet, his pets. Hmm. Well, we can come another day. Maybe when it, perhaps later in the day it will be more active. Or maybe perhaps at night. It might be a night creature. Could be. Yes. Well, if it's a, if it, if things are on display, are there any sort of informational plaques? Yep. 
Okay. I just kind of point at the, the French informational plaque. Mm-hmm. Ah, here it is. Tarasque, owned by the Golden King. That's good to know. Who Very. else would... But who... <laughs> what? He it's just that's... looks around at all of the uh, the plaques. Mm-hmm. They all say it's the same thing. Own thing. Blank, oh. owned by the Golden King. It says that over the toilets. <laughs> it says that over the water fountains. Yep. Marcus, I need you, as everyone's distracted, I need you to give me perception rolls. Okay. Hearing. All right. So that's just going to be straight mm-hmm. wits. Straight wits. Oh, 15. All right. You hear <laughs> Doctor, like a gate opening. Yes. Did you hear? And then. Oh, that's an unfortunate sound. As you guys turn around, you notice the white open door to the Tarasque. Mm -hmm. And then you see, from a corner, a small rock rise from the air into the air and fling itself at the rock. Hey, we did. I think that wasn't me. Mm -hmm. It's not me. Right. What the hell? The rock suddenly starts shifting, mm-hmm. and what you thought were like just one massive rock just starts to split into four massive rocky legs, a massive shell, and a long, massive rock neck. With what look, as it opens its mouth, of what looks like a giant turtle. Its teeth are you assume would be white teeth, but look more like diamonds. Not a not a lobster, mm-hmm. not a rock lobster. It barks and it moves faster than it should be able okay. to. Okay. <coughs> and is heading towards the gate. What do you do? Somebody close that gate. Yep, I'm gonna close. I'm gonna roll initiative. Yay! It's slowish, so I'm gonna give you a hmm, fourteen. Okay. Uh, so that is a um, twelve plus. Uh, where's the binder? Twenty. The binder. Uh, has, yeah, it, it has the. Um, bless you. Uh, I printed out some cheat sheets for combat in here as well. Sweet. Yeah. I got twenty, and, and then as it's rushing through, the Chinese gentlemen don't under uh, don't hear it because they're busy at the sign. Oh, I'm sorry. This does not say Tarask. This says Baby Tarask. Interesting. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Uh, plus prowess. Mm-hmm. Oh, holy shit. Yeah. All right. So that is a nineteen. You're able to close it, but you have you have you have to hold it as you try to lock it. Okay. I need you to give me a strength roll versus the creature. Okay. Charging okay. creature. Come on, Dice. Don't do this to me. Do this to him, Dice. Um, so that'd be a 19. 11. Lucky you. Man, mm-hmm. I hate this Dice. Alright, yeah, and it crushes through... No. How, what else have I built this character around but strength action? Let me vent! Nope! <laughs> Alright. And it crashes against the door. You're barely able to hold on, because mm-hmm. this thing is... Well, it's a giant rock monster. What, what do you expect? But you're able to hear... Eventually you're able to close it go click! And the creature just slams against the gate several times, then stops, turns around, goes back oh, to the Oh, hold middle. on. They gave me blood, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, this guy doesn't have a chance. Okay, yeah. <laughs> goes to open the middle, that door. Yeah, goes to the, back to the middle of the, the gate and just sits back down. All right. <clears throat> All right. Well, so as I said, it says Bay with Tarasque. If only we could move it, I don't... Hmm. Did you not see just what happened? What happened? Somebody threw a rock at it. We told you not to throw a rock at it. Yeah, I didn't throw a rock at it. He didn't throw a rock. Something opened that gate and threw a rock at it and almost got out. If it hadn't been for my assistant here holding that gate closed, it'd be chewing on one of you, probably. Now, we know you can't lie, so we have to assume there's something wrong. Maybe have some some sort of mental field 
Hmm. Well, it's not... Perhaps his mental powers. They start discussing that as they start walking away. Are you stupid? We need to get a sample. Perhaps a urine sample. Yes, definitely <laughs> a urine sample. He just starts pissing into a gun. Are you both stupid? <laughs> I got a urine sample for you right here. Yeah, no, the doctor just, he looks, looks so mildly. Yeah, well, the first, men of science are not particularly smart, are they? I'm just going to drink in this moment. <laughs> I'm just going to bathe in it. Now, did you see that rock, the, the thing, the rock just lifted up and, and fell and, and, and flew at it? Hi, I think, I think it's a, that being Gaston. Can it do that? That's what it did with the cup. That's what it did with me laces. That's what it did with putting a shard of metal in me leg. So this is just, is it trying to kill you? Is it trying to annoy you? If it wanted to kill me, I feel like it could try a little bit harder. True, true. I think it's just trying to bother me. It reminds me of like a bogan or a, or a, uh, you know. Oh, now you're made of fairy creatures. Right, right, right. <laughs> Says the man who, like, two days ago yeah. was in a fairy court. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Let's, let's, come on, let's do it. We don't want to be left behind. Marcus, give me a coronation roll. Yeah, great. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Okay, shoelace is tied. I don't even look. It's like, you're like, all right, let's go. And I'm like, <sighs> and I just take out my sword and quit the center <laughs> of the tied shoelaces and keep walking. All right. Bush League. <laughs> <laughs> And rock is humanity. Yep. Okay. All right, so we leave. All right, and you guys leave. Hey, guys. We hope you enjoyed this first half of the last part of the French chapter, Foreign Hollow Metropolis. I bet you're wondering what all the deep, dark secrets are in this particular game. Don't worry. They're going to come up next week. For now, you're just going to have to hope and wait. But if you like what you listen to, we have tons of other games and other genres and systems you can listen to instead, if you haven't already. We have blog posts you can read, as well as a more geek-related monthly podcast we also have called, we also have called the Geeky Topics Roundtable. If you're really inclined, really like us, and really, really, really want to do something special, consider giving to our Patreon. With that money, we do things like buy food, buy products to get us more food, or just food-related products and Pez. If you're not inclined to give us some cash, and that's fine, that's your choice, consider talking about some forums, give us good reviews on things like iTunes or whatever you use to listen to us, or just getting the final word out there. We would love to have more listeners. Next week, French secrets are revealed, which are actually pretty much like regular secrets, but in France. So, secrets are revealed. See you next week. <laughs>